welcome to, to the seance. The seance? The oh, seance. Shit. Tonight, as it is our Halloween special, we are summoning from the pits of hell, from the abyss itself, the boogeyman. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and not the WWE wrestler. <laughs> yeah. I'm the boogeyman. And I'm, I'm coming, coming to, to get you. Tian's the one with the hard on for the boogeyman. Well, yeah, right. I, I would like to say that I've come pretty prepared. And not the first time he's come either. It's the second time he's been prepared. Yeah. Daddy chill. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, the the boogeyman was like, for me, I'm, I, so I like, I'm open to the concept of like the whole supernatural stuff, right? So that's how the whole spooky stuff is going it's on. It's a weird one. I love it, but I also think it's bullshit. It's right? how, yeah, right? Because it, it always relates to something. You wanted to dig the into the boogeyman. We you did. wanted You wanted to get behind him. Give him a reach around. Well, the thing is... Find like, out what he's all about. Yeah, I mean... Uh, the thing some is, of them aren't even he's. Well, some okay. of them aren't even human. Some some of them are very human. Which so, is the scary thing. did you ever have anything as a kid that people would say, watch out. Oh, yeah. Pedo's about. Like, did you have any of that? Like, anything your parents would say, family members would say? Um, My mum and dad, when I was little, yeah, yeah. If you don't behave yourself, Boogeyman's going to get you. Sort of thing. My sister-in-law... Used to tell her daughter, because I remember it like a couple of times, if she misbehaved, the witch would come and get her. Okay, no, a witch? Yeah, the witch. <laughs> That's would, a heavy the, one. The witch, the witch come and get her. Well, I remember one day, like, I can't remember, I can't remember what. Somehow she, she had the, the daughter, had the, uh, did something. And she panicked and she was literally crying. She's like, no, no, the witch is going to come and get me. The witch is going to come and get me. Fucking hell. Yeah, literally. I mean, like, you can't be telling of like a three year old girl that the witch is going to come and get you if you That's misbehave. I mean, when I was growing up, so my dad would always tell me, like, don't do stupid shit, right? Like, every dad does that. But there was one time when I was at primary school, rumors of a guy going behind one of the fences in the big field that they had at the back. He was taking pictures of people. And we were just like, mm, okay. That probably was true. It, it was, actually. Funnily enough, they did find out who it was. So he's like a literal boogeyman, not a supernatural boogeyman. Well, no, it wasn't supernatural. I mean, I've got one which my grandmother used to tell me about, but this was the one that's prevalent to me, is that this guy used to, when play, you know, when, it's not recess, it's fucking, what's it called, just breaks, I guess? Yeah. I can't remember. Playtime. Playtime, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I was in like, I was in like year two, year one. It would have been playtime. Essentially, uh, this we would go that's out. It's recess to the Yanks, listening. Yeah, it is yeah, recess yeah, to the yeah, Yanks. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got mixed up. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since you've had playtime. Well, oh, yeah. Baby. It's a long time since he's been at recess, and I'm glad because if he had been there recently, we'd be asking questions. He was the man with the Polaroid taking the pictures. That's what he is himself. A eh? like the old time travel theory. Okay, how you, always... you were the one taking pictures of the of yourself. Uh, how do I always end up here? <laughs> um, he was trying to see if his dick got any bigger in between that time oh, period. Fuck, again! Hey. Again! Again! <laughs> for fuck's sake! It just had to be slipped in there. Um, yeah, no. Uh, essentially, this guy, this rumoured person, was taking photos of girls and boys while they were doing cartwheels and shit. We didn't think any... We were fucking... You it was year one, year two, right? We didn't give a shit. You You're posing you for see, him. You don't see those dangers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see those dangers. No, well, we didn't know. He's eh? taking pictures. You want me to Vogue? Oh. <laughs> Shit, let me wear Bend my... over, lad, okay. Let me wear my short shorts. But yeah, no, we didn't think anything of it. But my, my dad, my dad knew about it. Like, they, they were messaging, like, parents and shit. Fuck, like, it's going to be a Freddy Krueger instance there. The parents were going to hunt down the... Uh... Burning. Sort of. So it got to a point where parents would come in. They'd be notified when, like, 
lunch and you know so on was going on and they'd come in and everything went quiet for like three or four months i think i can't remember the specifics but um there was one time where the guy had turned up and immediately every every kid that had been told by their parents like if anyone weirds over there let us know they just start screaming so, well, we, we didn't yell that but we we went to the the head teacher and they found out exactly who it was and he did get done he had uh he did have questionable images the only other one that I had was... But even if he didn't, the fact that he's taking pictures of little kids is enough for me. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's it. You're a wrong cock. The only other one that I ever had was from my Norwegian grandmother, who used to tell me that if I didn't finish my vegetables every night, someone would snatch me up in a sack. Like Krampus, sort of, yeah. yeah. It probably was Krampus, because it's the same neck of the woods. It's the same neck of the woods, yeah. yeah. I, they, I don't remember a specific name. I was quite young. So I, I never had one of these outside of Santa Claus. Which everyone has. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you don't be good, Santa ain't bringing you presents. He's leaving you a lump of coal. Yeah, that's right. That's that's, and that is the boogeyman. That's the the something beyond our realm. If you don't behave, this entity yeah. is going to punish you. But my sister, oh, yeah. I used to fucking, I used to punish my sister as a kid. I would any demonic, horrible thing I could think of, I'd tell her. Right, and I used to oh. tell her there was a geezer called Ebenezer who lived in the toilet. Right. <laughs> And the he, turd he, 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 that's what it was. Oh, and I, fuck. and I, he was a thin man because he could squeeze through the pipes. And then he had like an almost alien like bulb head that would pop out. And I told her this, and it, and I saw the fear in her eyes. And I said that he lives in the toilet and he eats poo. And if you don't, and I, and it was that if you don't eat your greens, he gets angry. He can't. He'll pull. He'll suck you into the toilet. And I think I'd seen like the the Ghoulies, the movie that with the little fucking it. monsters in the toilet. Right. I think I'd seen that. And I said it to her. I remember crying. Her fucking eyes out right my mum going mental like absolutely mental at me and i think if i said if i sent her a text message now going ebenezer's gonna get you she'd be like, fuck off like she'd say it now and i might actually do that once i stop talking um and then one day i drew a picture of it on her wall like because we were we were stripping all the wallpaper to put new wallpaper up so right next to her bed i drew this toilet with this man coming out of it holding a poo and it just said ebenezer above it and I remember her bawling her fucking eyes out when she saw it. Like, she was fucking shit scared. And, like, she covered it up. She, she fucking put a poster over it. And she wouldn't go near it. She was, like, scared. It would, And this is even when she was, like, 12, 13. Like, she was still like, oh, fucking Ebenezer, get me. And I really fucking scared the shit out of her with that. But I must have done it a couple of times. There was a few times. Ebenezer, it was just him. But there's one time where I got a Freddy Krueger mask for Halloween. And I was, like, 15. But when you turned it inside out, it looked worse. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting the fucking toilet brush <laughs> just, and a rubber glove on and going, Ebenezer, like that around the door. And she screamed, ran. Like, I thought she was going to throw herself out the window because she ran to the window. It was opening the window on the top floor. And I was like, Jeez. and I took, no, 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 no. What the fuck are you doing? Because I, I thought she was going to climb out. She was that scared of it. But me personally, there never was one. But we had our own family one and like i said it came from yeah watching the ghoulies which are these little monsters that come out of it and then there was an episode of the x-files with a geezer called squeeze who went through the pipes <laughs> and that's where that's where i got it from and i just created this weird little and he was like an old man with a weird weird fucking like formless no nose little ball face sack, like ball yeah full sack, sack face yeah yeah that's fucked up <laughs> but I, that, that, and, and i used to and i used to punish her with it but I think she's told her own kids about it now. Like, your uncle used to fucking tell well, that me just this. Shows and stuff how like that. fucking yeah. contagious it is, right? Yeah. But I think a lot of that stuff comes out. Like, fucking Slender Man. 
Oh, all that yeah. shit is the boogeyman, right? It's all. So that, was one of the, that, was, that was one of the first internet fucking like creepy pastas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slenderman. And the thing is, as well, Slenderman actually does have folklore. That like it's not now just it some random guy that fucking decided. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna fucking well, make a story. It was just, well, it was a photo competition, a Photoshop Halloween competition. That yeah. A guy made this Slenderman, and boom, it just took off. But before that, you also had the smiling men in suits thing, and it kind of fit in. And, it fit uh, in with and, that. Um, Oh, is it Smiling Jack? Yep, Smiling Jack was a good one. Yeah, he had stuff like uh, even going back as Men in Black, like where they were these tall, well, they weird looking people. People will tell you that's 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 real. Yeah, well, the people do think that's real. Which I mean, my my nan, she's a fuck. Hey, shout out Anne. She's a she's a UFO nut job. Wow. She really is. I I love her to bits, but she she used to write fucking stuff in. Guernsey's uh, online blogs about it and really it's fucking bad yeah, that, that, but I love her that, that, the formless like men wearing suits and when they when they meet people people can remember meeting these men with yeah like no hair and just not, like like fe- Agent fe- 47 shit, yeah and yeah. they can't remember for the life of them really any actual distinguishing features I mean I'm not I'm not opposed to the concept of these things happening but it's like you know, it, it, unless we see some actual evidence, it's fucking whatever. But there's a lot of that black-eyed kids. Was that the one that inspired uh, the orphan? I can't no, no, the orphan. There was a real woman. That's based on true events. Yeah, a real woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know there was a real young lady, and there was a boy did it as well, where he lied, and he was really 22, and he was saying he was this 15-year-old kid and all that. Yeah, it's happened a few times. Oh, I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, because that, that's quite. I, I think that's fairly prevalent, right? during the time well you, well, you get it with these refugee kids yeah, right or, or are we going to adopt a refugee and it's some kind of like i had a kid at my school hassan mm. he come from turkey and he was in my school and i'm telling you he was about 20 and he was in the school of all the 15 year olds he was like yeah i'm 15 i was like you've got a full beard and you're about six foot two and you're not built like a boy you're built like a 20 year old man you know his shoulders your, your, your height your legs your fucking arms your hand size you're not yeah and and he'd come over from he said Turkey, but I think he'd come over from fucking Iran or somewhere. Do you know like? And they just say, oh, he's Turkish because the Turkish kids they couldn't speak Turkish. Yeah. And yeah, and he was he was one of those. He was a lion. Get in the school system, get GCSEs, get into college and all that. Even though you're a few years older, no one's going to know. Yeah. Fake passport yeah, and a lot of it. You and just have to act around it. Yeah. And, and that's that's quite prevalent. Not quite the boogeyman though. Well, anything, but anything can be considered the boogeyman in yeah. that, in that aspect. I mean, but originally. Not anything could. That's kind of uh, as time has time has yeah. come on because the etymology of the word boogeyman is it, the book comes from bugbear, and so boog meant frightening thing in Middle English, while boggle meant goblin, and bear is just because bears would live in the woods and that. And then the man, a lot of people think means male, but it's the man just comes from human. So it means a frightening being that lives on our peripheral. So we have boogeyman or hobgoblin, etc. Which shows the difference on how it was viewed back then. Like, now we view it as a more humanoid kind of Kind of, but then some people will think of the monster under the bed. Yeah, the disgusting true. thing that, the uh, you know. So, yeah, we got we got a lot to talk about with the boogeyman because <laughs> we do. it's... 
we all had our own little things somewhere where someone had said something. Like I said, I did it to my sister. You two had, had one. When you think of the boogeyman in your mind, what's the first thing that comes up? We'll start, with, we'll start with Tim. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think the boogeyman? I mean, it depends. Are you, are you thinking like a logical sense of what I believe could be a supernatural? No, just, just if someone said to you, oh yeah, like you had a parent saying to the kid, boogeyman's coming to get you. What's the first thing that comes to your it's mind? It's just fear. Just fear. It's yeah. just fear mongering, right? That's, that's the whole thing. It's the spread of like submissiveness through fear essentially yeah because a lot of it's like it's mixed up a lot of it is mixed up with xenophobia mixed yeah. up with you know and we go we go way mm. back to ancient tribes do not if they're not from this tribe they're not fucking coming in they had to be so fucking careful with what they let in for and that from diseases from people wanted to steal their stuff and people were going to rape their women were going to murder them they they were fearful of everything and and also physical monsters because they Back in those times when they had saber-toothed tigers and shit, anything that wasn't one of them was a f- always a threat. Always a threat. Yeah. So, they, yeah, yeah right. True. So, fear is a good one. So, Scott, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think the boogeyman? Formless creature that's going to take you away. Yeah. Or eat you. You know, that's that's, no, a, that's, that's like, your first impression is it's that myth, that creature, mostly always, like, there's no form or distinction to it. It's just a creature that will, like you say, on the monster under the bed, you know, you have that fear when you're in the dark, you want to get up to the toilet, but you've got that space where you've got storage under your bed and you jump away from the bed. The lights are not on and you've got to go yeah, upstairs and, and you, run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's also, yeah. Yeah, that's also yeah. the thing. You turn the light off and you quickly run upstairs because yeah. yeah. you think someone's coming to get you. Yeah. That, you know, it's that form that lives in the darkness that can take you. In essence, it's a good thing, almost, the boogeyman, because it is the manifestation of an ancient fear that we kind of in our age don't, worry about too much but you do kind of need to worry about the dark alleyways you do need to worry about yeah. not locking your door still, you at night and all that you're still it, you yeah. can be nervous at points yeah you know, i got i got a problem walking home in the dark or nothing like that but you know there are times especially if it's a place that you're not used to yeah and it's like oh yeah you're the quickest way to your hotel the quickest way to where you're staying is through that alley you're like yeah, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'll take the long I'll way. Take I'll the take the long way, way yeah. where the lights are on. Taxi? Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I've always noticed that those those feelings always hit you when you're your most vulnerable, right? When you're in the dark, when you're alone, when like it's deadly silent. It's because there's no one to help you. Exactly, right? Yeah, you've got that fight or flight, and you can in that moment you can uh, that's all you can rely on and at that it, moment. And, and if it's... you picture a creature, you're gonna fly because you don't know how to fight that thing. Well, yeah, because you don't know. It's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Right? And not only that, but it's a primal instinct. Yeah, it's it's intrinsically primal. I mean, when you look back at the history of the boogeyman, you really you do go f- quite far back, but no one goes as far back as the Stone Age or anything like that. And it has to be. It ha- to me, it has to go that far back. Yeah. Well, they would have feared the dark. Yeah, they- and they would have feared things in the dark they don't understand. And I think that is the, that's the genesis of the boogeyman. It just didn't have the name or the. The face. They probably had a name. They probably had. They probably did. They they would have done in their in their own you know civilizations. They would have had one. It's just we haven't got records. The earliest I could find was ninety BC of the boogeyman. Pretty far back. That's pretty far back. I found fifteen hundreds. That was the 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 origins of like. But I think that's the word the boogeyman. Yeah. So the thing is, it doesn't. The original extract that I have of the Boogeyman isn't known as the Boogeyman. It's known as El Cuque, or El Cuco. Sorry. So Mexican, it, like Spanish, uh, Spanish. So no, it's actually Armenian. Oh, Armenian. Oh, okay. um, With a name is, like El. I mean, uh, Armenia at the time was mainly occupied by Portuguese at the time. Um, 
Yeah, it comes from. It has to come from that primal fear. Oh, That's the origin of it. Is the fear of something? Because if you look through real ancient documents, this is before the boogeyman ever came up, of people meeting other people for the first time, like the white man meets a black man for the first time, and neither of them are like. They look at each other. What the fuck are you? Yeah. They both are like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. And and some of these instances, they start fighting. Other ones, one one drops to the knees and starts worshiping the other one. Like they go in. Different. There's, there's never an equal level. And and again, like xenophobia, like it's something other than you. And you, and back in the times, all you'd ever seen was another European. And then you you pull up on a beach, and there's black fellas. You you would not know that was another human. You and they would look at you as a white goose and go, "What the fuck is that?" Hmm. In yeah. your clothes, on a horse, and all that. Why, <laughs> what so, why, the why, fuck why, is that? Why is he so pasty? Yeah, what is this white, tall, or especially when they're on horseback? Yeah, they true. were like, "What the fuck is that? Is that a horseman? Is that a fucking scent?" Like they would not well, have had any. Depending on where it was, would they have even seen a horse before? They probably hadn't. I don't know. Well, they might have seen zebras and stuff. Uh, I don't know. But oh, that's true though, because like the majority of English horses came from Europe. France, I yeah, believe, from France yeah. and Europe. Yeah, so they might not have ever seen one. Because I know when they always talk about American Indians being horse faring people. Well, the horses came there. The Vikings brought the horses to that land and left a load, and that's how the American Indians ended up with them. They weren't na- horses no. weren't native to that land. Well, that being said, like e- even countries nowadays don't necessarily have horses. I mean, I'd imagine there's creatures in countries now. You'd walk down it and go, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. I remember when I went to the Seychelles and I see a spider that was about the size of a fucking football, and I was like, "Fuck off." There's there's still fucking creatures we don't know about. Yeah. Like, you, you could go anywhere in the world and go, what the but fuck lot, is that? A, a lot of boogeyman stories are that. Like, I know this will trigger Tian. Oh, here we go. <laughs> is things that come out of the sea. Things that come from the depths oh, of the ocean. Nah. Just stranded in the fucking well, dark of the ocean. Still, they're still nah. discovering shit. And they're, they're still discovering... And that stuff is nah. the boogeyman. The fucking... You know, what, what Lovecraft did for the other in terms of writing. Well, a lot yeah. of it was sea orientated creatures did i ever tell you about me not being able to finish them <laughs> i think i did and that's why you're bringing this up but it's it's one it's one of those things like that these things are like we've got as humans that is our biggest fear oh yeah. and it, it, it can extend into the it reaches of outer space mm. to demons to anything just something that is not what we are turning up is our biggest fear it's it's, it's the biggest fear of all humanity something you can't control yeah yeah, it's the fear of the unknown, yeah. essentially. So with that, do we want to get into some folk yeah. folk stories and some, some ancient... Folk. I got is about a priest oh, who, yeah. who became corrupted and he preyed on children. He would trick parents into giving them their children so he could punish them. Yep. I was like, that's still going on today. That's still going on now, yeah. See, I, I... That one's probably real. Yeah, that yeah. is probably real. So I found the same Strip thing. Strip of Vickers after him. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, how do I go about... Nice, breaking this down talk nice, about your nice own, hunting for the Pope just eh? talk about your own childhood Tian, and that would come up naturally <laughs> there you go no so uh, when I when I went into this I wanted to figure out why why is that so prevalent why is that a problem right why is some vicar that you know there seems to be some string of kids going missing right because on the same episode the episode we did last time was Heaven's Gate because you get <laughs> these guys going into fucking celibacy because they can't come out as gay and they join a cult or a religion, and then they get a young boy on their own and go, oh, and that's what happens. Well, yeah, provided the kids survive. So my, my line of reasoning, and I think this is the most prevalent reason as to why the boogeyman existed in England, uh, is because 
Uh, essentially, the most notable argument from the origin of the Boogeyman comes from the story about a priest who became corrupt and preyed on children, tricked parents into giving them their children so he could punish them. And then I went into the idea that the church, which has now had been split by the country, was Happy. rife with power, right? So this is around the time when Henry VIII had split the church. He made the Church of England. Yeah, the Church yeah. of England, yeah, yeah. Um, and they could do whatever they wanted, right, essentially. The they lengths could... a guy will go to for some pussy is beyond, do you know right, what right. I mean? Like, this play. is what I mean. Fair play. Like, so, so back then, because they no longer had any ties to the Pope, right, they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. And Henry VIII wasn't going... Uh, what are you doing to get your tithes? He'd be like, cool, where's my tithes? I don't yeah. give a shit. Um, so I went with the idea to the point that the idea of law and order was no longer enforced with the religious nobility. I don't know, but there seems to be a lot of evidence that law wasn't enforced on them, um, which then loops me back to the boogeyman. It's not uncommon that religion breeds pedophilic tendencies. From uh, What more of a reason do parents need to keep their children inside during the night than, than stories than that are raped. easier to explain yeah. under the alias of the boogeyman. Well, they don't want to grasp the church up as well. The people that are in control are taking our kids. Well, we find articles about it all the time where the priest of this town has got the, the community so wrapped up in under his thumb. They can't deliver that, the boys. Yeah. That he could, right, yeah. like, there, was one, there was one story I read about this girl who had been molested by the priest since she was 11 and she i think she was like 16 at the time when this when she came out and, and he went she, too and she, old at that point well no she he was still doing it like sometimes weekly yeah and she gra- basically grasped him up and like look he's fucking been molesting me for like seven or seven odd years and he basically had oh, the whole town under his thumb that he called her a liar and that she was corrupted and all this sort of stuff. And her own family disowned her. Yeah. They told her, you either retract these up, these allegations or you're gone from this family. So she said, no, go fuck yourself. Told the police. He got fucking nicked for it. But they literally, her family won't talk to her because they still believe. But she made he, up. She, she was made it up. Satan child or whatever. Yeah. A succubus. He's like, you know, little Timmy goes, I, I really don't want to go back to choir practice. Why? He rapes me. That's character building, son. Off you go. I mean, they just didn't. They weren't. Li- they weren't listening, though. The parents. The parents were not listening. No. Not everywhere, but like in in Southern Ireland, this happened a lot. Yeah, a fucking hell of a lot. On the same note, we do also need to point out that during the time that this priest was around, witchcraft was something that was shunned heavily. Right. So the moment that someone found out about this priest and was like, "Yo, that priest is raping kids," that priest is going to go, "Which is fucking witch. witch, mate? That's a yeah. witch family there." And then all of a sudden, you get a load of fucking guards that come out of nowhere, and they're like, "Cool, fucking, we're going to put you. Riches, yeah. We're going to put you in this lake, right? If you can, if you die in this lake, you weren't a witch. If you survive in that fucking lake, then you're clearly a witch, and we have to kill you. Yeah. So there's no way around it, right? Just getting labelled a witch is a death sentence, regardless. Hands down. In that time, if you were known for being tied to witchcraft in any way, well, yeah, but back then, witchcraft was considered like anything of like a herbalist you know or a, he- a, med- a healer yeah. start my stinging out when you grabbed the dock leaf and rubbed it on yourself witch mate it was so basic back then that if you had a fucking mole you were a witch that's fucking crazy in the right, in the right place oh, what was it it was like on the lips on the, or something on the face. Right? but like to think that people were so silenced by this concept is fucking nuts yeah but back then the church had so had, much, ooh, so power. much, so much control over yep. over people. Brainwash them into believing that this was the only way. If you don't, do, if you don't abide with or follow these rules, you go to hell. Yeah, no, that's 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 a dark start. 
it to is. the boogeyman, a little raper. But... I mean, if we want some more light base ones, I've got two. Well, I've got one logical one and one that I don't personally believe. Um, so my first one is getting a glimpse of a shadowy figure when you're in a dark room is the stuff of horror films. Um, essentially, what we can base this under is sleep paralysis, which is usually induced by stress. It's induced by overworking. It's induced by you know it's induced by living in today's society yeah like living in those times where there was always a worry of some kind and you have always had something to worry about of course people are going to probably have sleep paralysis but they would all just blame it on demons and shit well that's it it's not the only issue that i had with this argument is that the first documented history of the fact is from a dutch uh, physician in 1664 where he finally published a case on um, sleep paralysis being a prevalent problem, uh, which he referred to but as. It's probably something humans were having. Forever. Oh, for since the dawn of, of years, man, we were doing it. We just never. Is, we never went into it. We yeah. never thought about it. Or uh, if it was, it was. Oh, last night there was a thing in my room, and the exorcist comes round and goes, "Get out of here!" and all that. Or if the woman, if it was a woman, she's fucking the demons at night, so she was hung or whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Although, weirdly enough, uh, when he finally published this case, it was under the label of incubus or nightmare. Nightmare being obviously the thing we know nowadays. Yeah. But nightmare like, and sleep think, paralysis is, is a night well. demon. Yeah, That's what I mean, it, yeah. right? So it's kind of hand in hand. We probably had to tie it into the religion for people to listen to him. My last argument for the fact is, and you, I, I don't personally believe this, but some people out there will. Uh, so rumors of the supernatural were running rampant in the UK. Still from, do. They, mm-hmm. they still do. Um, running from as early as the Dark Ages. However, given uh, we have recorded events of shadowy figures that resemble the ever-famous Queen Anne Boleyn, which obviously, at the time, that was like... It must have been like... Uh, no, oh, it would have been around the time, time of the 1500s. Yeah. Um, essentially, uh, she was beheaded by the sword in the Tower of London on May 19th in... Uh, sorry, 1536. Yep, they say she's still walking around looking for her head. Yep. Um, so... Essentially, they're only she'd given a little bit more. She was also accused of uh, adultery and incest with her brother, which was one. That of was yeah, that was slant. That was just. But slanderous. that's just him being a cunt. Henry VIII. Henry VIII was a piece of shit. Like it's, it's he really was. It's because she'd produced a daughter who turned out to be one of the best yeah. queens that England ever had. We don't even know if Henry was the father of. He was ginger, and so was she. So yeah, I think no, it was. If any, if any, if any, if any of those kids there is, it was definitely her. Although Anne Boleyn was, uh, sorry, um, Bloody Mary was also ginger. No, so, she knows she wasn't. She was dark. She dark was, she's brunette. Dark head, she's yeah. brute. She's brunette. Yeah. But they say that they say Queen Elizabeth. They, a lot of people go, it probably wasn't his. I'm like, no, 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 no. Look at that nose from the paintings. And I know yeah. it's not a photograph, but they would have had the best artists available to do those portraits. At the time, yeah. Nose oh, yeah, is no. basically the same as the dads, and they're both ginger. Yeah, like, I mean, death. to say that they is. they in most of these paintings they would try and make the person look better given the amount of fucking skin conditions and shit like oh, that. Oh, for sure. They right? left. This motherfucker still decided to put that it's, nose It's in. weird. I do wonder, would they have removed that stuff or not? Like, now we would. Photoshop, all that. Were they were they airbrushing back then? Because they always made Henry VIII a fat fuck. Like, they didn't try and hide... They did give him a massive cock. You look at you look at some of those show his fucking gout. You look you look at some of those fucking like portraits of him. That's probably some of the best portraits I've ever seen of like of of a of a of a royal. Yeah, yeah. Like all the ones. Well, actually, no, his daughter Bloody Mary's one was pretty good as well. Like just the detail and everything Mm. for for back then. Yeah, I mean back then he kind of revolutionised the idea of documenting history through art. 
it yeah. kind of it, it actually kind of spurred the relationship. But he was fucking he was fucking obsessed with himself. Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, he, he was he, narcissistic. He was one of those cunts who thought he was a divine being, right? He thought he was the be all and end all. Yeah. Well, he, he, he didn't to... live for long, but he he thought he was. What was he? Well, his fifties when he died. Uh, yeah, fifty-seven. He, he finally gout. died of gout. Oh, is that what got him? Was, yeah. it, was it the gout? But they say they say with all that stuff, like the life expectancy was about thirty-five back then. Remove infant deaths, yeah, and it was about at... seventy. So it's really, really <laughs> different. I, I did, for some reason I did a, like a backtrack after the Queen died just to see how far back the line goes of like uh, kings and queens and that. Some of these kings and that lived to like. Some of them live to their fucking 70s and 80s. Yeah. But the thing that brings the average down is infant deaths, which we don't have as much of now because we, people aren't dying in childbirth and all no, that. No, it's, it's rising in, in certain countries. I'm not going to name the countries, but it's rising. Fun fact, infant death actually plays into the whole boogeyman thing as well because the thing back came in the day... The child cot death was a demon and all well, that. That's yeah. what they well, Stephen King actually wrote a story. Uh, he's got a story called The Big There's a film coming out about it next year. And that is literally what it was. This, this guy sees this creature... Literally strangling his children. Uh, I will do a brief thing because this is still in the kind of English side of things. Um, in some cultures, the boogeyman is described as anthropomorphic, shapeless, and perhaps described as just a shadowy figure or something seen out of the corner of your eye. Uh, it may be said to change its shape into anything it chooses or any number of terrible things. It may have tooth, nail, so on, so on, but that kind of plays into the idea of him changing his shape to what terrifies someone most. You will find that despite countless countries, they all have examples of the boogeyman, and they are often described in nearly the exact same way. Given the idea of this supernatural concept, some level of plausibility, actually. I, I know what you're saying, yeah, that like, oh, well, there's a correlation there, but who doesn't sometimes see shadowy shit at night? Oh, no, for sure. Like, I mean, it's just part of being you're, you're, their you're, mind playing tricks. You're, you're, in the, you're in the house alone. And you just, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll catch the, it, it. All it takes, like, something goes past the window or downstairs, it catches the reflection, it reflects in your house. You just, you're like, what the fuck was that? So, oh, yeah. so there's a condition called Child's Bonnets Syndrome, something blind people get that are not completely blind, where their mind will fill in the blanks of what they're seeing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they look over in a room and there's a patch they can't see because they're blind. And their mind just fills that in. And often it fills it in with faces. Yep. It fills us in with, with people moving, beings there, and it just fills it in. And what I think happens to us in the dark, you leave your bedroom door open at night, you wake up, you look over there, it. and I think your mind just tells you something is standing in the doorway. That's the one I get all the time. If I sleep with my door open, I'll often wake up and go, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah. just out of nowhere. And it's, there's nothing there at all. But that, that's the one it will be. And that, that's happened anywhere I've lived since I was a kid. If the door is open and it's nighttime... I'll take it. I have to take a double look. I'm like, when you're hazy, you wake up, oh, you know, and you yeah. just think something's there. Yeah. Also, you're meant to keep eye on your exits. Yep. It's like a natural part of you. You so, need to find your best way of yeah, getting out. At all times. So you, if you see something in the exit, I think it's just your mind going, prepare. And you go, okay, there's nothing there. I'm fine. And I, th I think that's just a built in intrinsic part of being a fucking human. Ultimately, Which would explain away why so many people see shadowy figures. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it's all to do with the head somehow. It, it, like, And th this is like my whole take out from this whole thing. Um, I said it at the beginning when I opened up with my main point. Is that I believe that it was mass hysteria involving the religion. It, it had to have been. Or Back an event. Then, or an event. You know, like Jack the Ripper, for example. People were just gripped by this fear of someone killing shit. They were seeing Jack the Ripper everywhere where he wasn't. 
Well, they're, oh they're, they're, accused, they're accusing their neighbours. Yeah, yeah they exactly. They were accusing so, everyone. And we see it now. We still see it now. COVID was another one. People grassing their neighbours up. He was outside for more than 20 minutes. He, you saw people get ripped up, gripped up in this fear of, of the other. Th- fear of someone doing something they shouldn't. It's so easy to fucking blame you know, nine eleven happens, and suddenly people are beating up Muslims and shit. Like you—it's so easy to just point. Steve Irwin gets killed by a stingray, and then loads of people are going out beating up stingrays. Them, yeah, True. it's so easy to just—if you can capture the people's imagination with something, you can make them do anything. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hitler did it with the Jews. I mean, they're the boogeyman. Literally, that's kind that's of what true. they were. That's true, yeah. They, they did portray them as a similar they want thing. Your, they want your money and your property. Well, look at the pictures they drew of them. The big nose, hunched over, rubbing their hands made, together, made licking their lips, look. chasing women down the street. They did the same with pictures of blacks with the big lips and afros trying to grab at women's skirts and shit. They were the yeah. boogeyman. They became the boogeyman. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Fear-mongering amongst the masses. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it creates uh, hysteria and panic. Spoiler alert, it's what most of these tend to be, but there are some outliers in this that do end up being very different. The UK has quite an extensive... Thousands of... It's got thousands of ideas, you know. It's it's going... I mean, the earliest that we know of in terms of the religion we have most prevalent now, the boogeyman is described due to the religious problems. But we do have pagan beliefs that do think of... Um, Baba Yaga, who did come across in so English Russian, folklore, yeah, Russian Baba Yaga, yeah, Baba Yaga did come across in English folklore as well in a name. In in the English just depictions, it was a bear-like hag, but rather then, than a descriptive of but, the bubble ago. But again, I know there's witches and stuff, but like Shakespeare, the Three Sisters, like there's so much of this weird the hags. The witches, yeah, there's, the there's witch- so much of this like old hags in the woods. Even things like fucking Skyrim. Witcher and and the Witcher, yeah. Yep. Again, like they all play back on fucking folklore and and these stories and the hags. A lot, of that, a lot of that, I think, comes from Greek mythology. The the sisters of the Norse as well, who also had the weavers of fate, yeah. which were the yeah. same thing. Oh, they're always three sisters. Yep, it, it, it's something about swapping their eye across them and all that. All this, the boogeyman goes into sirens. It goes into it goes all into sorts everything. of shit, like stuff. Yeah. Just something outside of our realm of possibility that fucking wants to do us harm. Yep. And will trick us and turn us over just to just to fucking be a cunt. Yep. Uh, the big one in England that I know of is Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. And Spring Hill Jack was basically started off small. He was like pushing people over and running through the streets and kicking people and stuff. Like that's yeah. what he was doing. And he was always dressed in like grayish white trousers, big cape, a cow over his eyes, yep. and little horns like Batman. Yeah. And then as it grew. They, I mean, it was like he pushed a woman into the sewage. Not a woman, sorry, a 12-year-old prostitute. Yep. And that was blamed on Spring Hill Jack. I think this is something that actually happened. Yeah. Who did it? Spring Hill Jack. And he was called Spring Hill Jack because he'd leap across loof- rooftops. He'd run and leap up buildings and yeah. stuff. But the weird thing with him is he could breathe fire. Yeah. He'd right. s- yeah. And, but they'd always call it, they'd always call it spew fire spew. or spit fire. So we think of fire as a flame. But all the descriptions are it was white and blue. And he would spit it. So I don't know. I think they were just using fire as a... They were trying to... Like, like trying to work out what it is. Yeah. But is that real? Is it like, you know, I mean, Tajiri not... doing the fucking mist? Like, yeah. what is it? like? It's, it's probably not outside of the realms of possibility. When you think about it and you think of like fire dancers nowadays where they spit a, like an igniter into the air, maybe, maybe he did know. Maybe he could do that. 
And it may not have even needed to actually be, it could have been some form of little acid or something, just something he spits, because they'd say burning fire, fire. Yeah. He spat fire. Yeah, I mean, just because it says burning, it could have been anything. And uh, yeah, he was, and then he he ended up being a murderer and a raper and a fucking right horrible little shit. But at the start, he was almost like a trickster. Yeah. Oh, watch out, Springhill Jack's coming, and he'd run and fucking spill your pint and slap you on the ass, and they would say, and then it started getting worse and worse and worse. They actually had hunting parties looking for Springhill Jack, but he couldn't have been a real person. Because there was not, what was he doing? Parkour across the rooftops in London in the fucking... Well, he was jumping like two-story buildings yeah. in a single bound. Yeah. It's right, the new Superman, Assassin's eh? Creed plot. I'm he he was. He was Assassin's Creed. He, he, he was one of them. We're yeah. going to see it. It's Altair. Yeah. It's hap- uh, maybe it was. But the drawings of Batman come from Spring Hill Jack. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. It's been a while since I looked up Spring Hill Jack. But yeah. And it literally is. It's Batman. Especially yeah. early Batman with the grey fucking trousers that he had. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Batman. And the weird thing is, Batman, and we mentioned this off air, but we mentioned now, Batman is the boogeyman. Yes. Because to, he's... To the, to the criminals and that of... Uh, and to the police force Arthur. too. Yeah. He's like a, a mythological creature because they, they still don't, obviously Gordon people know, but most people of Gotham don't think Batman is a human. They think it's a Batman. Yes. Like that's why he's called Bat- he Batman. He didn't sit there and go, my name's Batman. They said, it's the Batman. Yeah. The Batman is coming for us. This creature who comes from the... Ba- out from the sky, from the bells, with big wings, leaps down, and then defends and the, the and vanishes. But he defends the the weak against the fucking evil, you yeah. know. So he's he's never a uh, he's not the goblin, he's not the evil doer, he's the vigilante. But to the un- criminal underworld, Batman's the boogeyman. Very similar to like depictions of the whole Robin Hood shit, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very similar yeah. to that a bit of that in there, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, going on a similar thing, we got Jack the Ripper, which fucking was named after Spring Hill Jack. He was named so. after Spring Hill Jack, and fucking like while a lot of people... yeah, the media, the media gave him the name. He didn't actually pick it. I don't no. think it's only when he started sending letters to the pit, the police, he started calling himself Jack. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, he in 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 a broad spectrum, he doesn't really fit a boogeyman, but. The effect on the public was definitely the boogeyman. Was absolutely the boogeyman. Well, Jack as a name, like back then, they used to just apply it to loads of stuff. It'd be like some Jack, Jack of all trades, Jack in a box, Jack the lad. And it literally just meant like a bloke, a man. Kind of like John Doe means an unknown man. And obviously Jack and John are interchangeable as well. But like we said, when we, when we mentioned like xenophobia and stuff, it's fucking, like that is the boogeyman. When I think of boogeyman, I think of maybe like the KGB. Like the fucking... Yeah government agent coming come and taking you in the night and you're never seen again. Like, I think of that. Yeah. And it's and always... Realistic. Because even that, like the KGB, they're unknown. You don't know who their members are. You don't know where they're, you're they're going, what happens to you, where you turn up. They take you off to Area 51 and probe you. You don't know what's going on with them, you know? And that people go missing like that all the time. Middle of the night, government officials come and took them and they were never seen again. Yeah. It, it, it's scary to think about. I mean, it all happened during Jack Ripper's time as well. Like... You'd have military police outside making sure curfews were. Hey, look, can't come out. If you're out, hey, you're. If they you're caught you out, if they caught you out, they were battering you, and then yep. often people were murdered by yep. the police for that. Yep. But also, they were murdered by their neighbours and lynched by fucking mobs and all sorts of stuff. There's the I think it's Alfred Hitchcock, one of his first films, stars Ivan Novello. That's how old it is. Black and white movie, no word, called The Lodger, and it is about. This guy started renting a room, he's the lodger, and prostitutes and uh, dancers and burlesque dancers are being murdered by a ripper, as Jack the Ripper-esque person. Yeah. And he is sneaking out at night 
and they start suspecting him and they chase him and they come after him and it's the re the reason hitchcock invented the twist in the movie is because the idea was the lodger was the killer yeah. he, he was actually doing it yeah. but ivan novello was such a big star that his agents went hey hang on a you fucking can't minute. be a villain you yeah. can't make him the villain so it turned out that he wasn't and they got it wrong and that's where hitchcock's desire to put a twist at the end of a film came from by someone complaining that he couldn't you can't have the fucking biggest star in the world be a raper murderer that you yeah. can't have it yeah and um and that's yeah again that's based on jack the ripper that's based on the hysteria of what people would go through it's a good film it's one of my favorites actually for a black and white film it's really good i was gonna say i mean as, as someone that came from london yourself like it, you can't go anywhere without someone knowing jack the ripper oh, or the knowing ripper the story it's fucking everywhere like, yeah they, did they still there's some places in london think the fucking sweeney todd was a real thing yeah that's true yeah sweeney todd's a good again, one again well. it's, a, it's another another boogeyman in a way but those classical things like that like I guess Dracula is a fucking boogeyman. Oh, 100%, yeah. He sits in his castle. He's a bit weird. He comes and gets women at night. and well, not, not that. Don't invite much, him in. Don't let much, him in. You know, it's Dracula, but vampires. Vampires in general. Vampires yeah. as a, you know, werewolves. Yep. All these creatures, they are some sort of form of a boogeyman in a way yeah. because they are things to fear. Yeah, but they have, but they, and they have their own repercussions of, beca- of encountering them. The, the interesting thing about Dracula is that he was a real fucking person. Well, Vlad, 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 was, the, yeah. Vlad, Vlad the Impaler was a real fucking person and a man you should not fuck with either. Yeah. That, that guy, that guy wiped out villages. Like, it's no surprise he got fucking popular. Like, uh-huh. He, he would rock up into a village and go, uh, and then immediately end up just killing the entire thing. It, it's crazy how uh, how deep it runs, especially in our own culture, how deep this kind of runs. And the thing is, it's not something that will ever go either. But there is there are some real, not all women, right? But there are some women who are so deeply scared that they're going to get raped. Oh. Like, they're deep, like, m- most women aren't, but there are some who, like, they fucking walk home out of a pub and they're, they're just so scared they're going to get raped. And you can sit there and tell them there hasn't been a rape for five years or something like that. Especially with it. And they're still fucking, they're still that scared of something coming out of nowhere and doing something to them that they don't want to have done. And I think it's just, it, it, the, the key is that primal fucking fear. And the biggest primal fear for a woman is that something bigger than them, like a man, a bigger thing is going to overpower them and have their way with them and they will never see their family again and i think that's mate they can't do nothing about it i'd fucking pay money for like me to be walking in the dark and some big dommy mommy just turns up and i'm just like a werewolf oh you know what fuck yeah go on yeah but then as soon as you're into it they're gonna be turned off they're gonna be like the werewolf comes after tm he's like get the lipstick out well i'm down look (laughs) listen it's like a switch in, in a way you're a switch is that what you well, no 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 I'm just saying hey it gets it gets in the morning and I'm, I'm sat there he's not a switch he's a egg. bottom that's for sure I'm, I'm cooking bacon and eggs for this fucker and I'm going get the fuck out of my house I don't know who you are and he does the walk of shame Where, afterwards where's the fucking where's the furry I was into last night you fuck yeah come on get the fuck out <laughs> but uh, yeah no I mean it's it is true though like you know anything uh, this is kind of the main point we want to get into is like anything could technically be the boogeyman if enough people believe it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's Realistic. What, that's, that's Jeff what, fucking what... Bezos could be fucking, he could be the boogeyman. Who knows? He fucking is. Yeah, probably, exactly. he, probably, he probably is to a lot of Amazon workers. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say that English folk, unless you've got something else on English folklore, 
it's going to be something we would cover anyway because yeah. because it's the most pot one of the, one of the biggest resources really oh, in ter- in t- for boogeyman. Well, the thing is, it's closer to home as well, so we just kind of knew yeah. it innately. I mean, there's no local ones I can think of. Um, we have we have like we have like the, we have our ghosts and like we have a, yeah we have and our stuff like that lady you know like the the demon dog up the road and yeah. stuff like that or the witches at the top of um yeah Tower, Tower Hill and stuff like that. But I mean. Pr- predominantly we don't really have a boogeyman of no. sorts no. which is kind of actually kind of weird considering how many cultures i'm pretty happen. sure if we deep if we dove, went to the glory library and just yeah. went through folklore records of guernsey i'm pretty sure we'd find something oh 100 if we if we went through all of the documentation of guernsey we'd probably I used to have find a, something. i used to have a book i don't know what the fuck happened to it and it was it is called the folklore of guernsey all right and it was it was about 300 pages i think Fucking hell. And it had and it, and it had all these old stories and these old legends and like yeah like fucking mermaid encounters and the witch the witches okay. of of um the witches of this dolmen out by Leo Island and stuff like that you know There's like a story of a girl who uh, touched the dolmen and she got ill really like severely ill and they couldn't figure out why and there's like the witches put a curse on her and stuff like that. That's fucking great. I mean, growing up over here, we learnt about a couple of them. I mean, I know about the fairies down. Um, fairy was it fairy There's a proper story that goes goes with it and stuff like that for the for the fairy oh, ring. Really? I I don't think I've ever heard the story. Of yeah, it. the story is that the fairy ring is a portal to the fairy world, and that okay. the ki- the king of the fairies came here, disguised himself as a mount, and fell in love with a local. Right. And had a child, and he and he had to go back. And he dies, and then the idea is that the fairies then came to get the son because he is the, he is the heir to the kingdom. Oh, okay. Well, fairies always take kids in in folklore, even down like Peter Pan. Like it's even in that fairies with Peter Pan. She wants him, Tinkerbell. He's the boy who never grows up. But all the Irish folklore on fairies is they steal babies, and then they swap them with a double like a fucking uh, fake baby, an yeah, evil one. Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah. Oh, so right. I didn't want to fucking say it earlier when you mentioned about like weird things that you were mentioned to you as a kid, but I mentioned Anne. Anne Anne is a fucking conspiracy theory kind of person. She's she's UFOs and shit. But but she told me when I was a toddler that when we used to live in her house, which is a long time ago, I would I would have been like I would have been like one or two. I, I was I wasn't old. I couldn't remember that shit, right? But she told me that as a two-year-old or a one-year-old. That I'd mention little green people. But she used to tell me that I'd go into the garden at random fucking times and I'd I'd act as though I was talking to people. And she was like, Oh, well, listen, I I never stopped you because I know what it's like to see these people. So imaginative little kid though as well, like But the problem is no one else saw me do it. So that's why I don't really believe They they say that kids because the 'cause of because of how innocent a child's mind is that they're able to, they are able to see things that adults can't because our mind, because our minds become corrupted as we get older. I you get corrupted get by being told that this is the truth and that's not the truth. Yeah, it's kind of like you you are corrupted by um, you're corrupted by the people that are supposed to be keeping you safe. Yeah, by yeah. the narrative, in the narrative that is spun to you corrupts you, and in a way, that's true. I mean, yeah, but the, you don't get racist little kids. Well, this is the thing. Do you know this, what I mean? This like, is the thing we're not born to hate; we're taught to. Yeah. Yeah. But and the, the weird thing is, is like I don't believe a fucking word of it because I know what my nan's like, right? She's she's. Look, I'm not trying to slag off my nan, but she she has some wacky fucking. The theories. chances are that there probably were like things you probably did as a I child where you where you did you did, you, did yeah. you did talk to 
the air, I mean, thinking I... you saw something, or you probably did, maybe. Well, me and my mates, we used to go off and fight something called Mombi. Mombi? And we made it up, right? Mombi. And it was, it was the mother of zombies, right? And we, I'm talking when we were like eight years old. And there used to be this old allotment that was overgrown. And we found bones over there one time. But we're like fucking chicken bones or something, you know. And we used to be like, oh, it's Mombi. And we came up, like, we came up with this story. And we believed in our hearts that we were knights that go and fight this thing. Right. And we would go over there and we'd call it out and say, we're ready for you. And then we would say, in our dreams, we'll kill it. Yeah. And we used to do this every fucking day. Go over this place, build huts, make weapons, like, t- tell it we're going to kill it. It's not real. Yeah, but we used no, to no. fucking, we used to say this. And we we're like eight-year-old kids. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just very weird that, like, like I said, I'm, I'm very, I'm a very open person, right? I don't outright disbelieve that ghosts aren't real. I don't outright believe that aliens aren't real. Because I, in a weird sense, I kind of do believe that aliens are real. But when my nan, who is kind of always portrayed as this whack job figure in my family, um, says, look, I remember you talking about these little green things that, when you, when you were one or two and you were in the garden. But don't worry, sweetie, I saw him as well. Yeah, it's kind of just like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, no, you take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, but... of course you do, right? I mean, it's just very weird that in Guernsey I think about it and go, there's a lot of like links to fairies. There's fucking shitloads here. It's, it's one of the major folklore. And werewolves is the other one here. Yeah, But that was real. That was geezers little... getting off their nut and wearing furs and yep. going and raping. Yep. That, I mean, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've got the fucking the black dog which is one of the biggest ones over here. Uh, well, they just found one in England, didn't they? Uh, you heard about this? Yeah, the panther? That... You've seen the footage of the panther they found in England? What, an actual panther? It can't be anything other than a fucking panther. This thing's gigantic. It's about fucking eight foot tall. Over here, it's uh, the black dog of death, which is um, it's on Landcrest Common. And the rule is, is that it's obviously jet black with red eyes. And if you see it, it means you or a family member will die that's what in, I in the next couple in the, like the hound in the, the baskervilles type yeah but funny enough uh when i started going out with amy she told me about I, 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 we were discussing stuff like that once and she said a friend they were up Lancaster when they were younger her and her friends and one of her friends said they saw that and one of their family members literally died a couple of weeks later and literally so they weren't allowed to bring it up anymore talk about it i mean that's the thing is like how open are we all to the whole idea of supernatural i mean we've 50 50 yeah, right? Because yeah. we, uh, you know... I've seen shit changing. I can't explain, but I've never seen ev- any any evidence it's real. And no, that's the, the, the thing, right? Right. And uh, the thing is, we... Like, I've had weird shit that happens that I can't go through my head and go, makes sense. Like, with sleep paralysis and whatever, I can go, yeah, fuck, that's my head. But once you learn about sleep paralysis, you can fucking put a name to it. But if you'd never heard of it, you'd yeah. always be questioning it. Right. There's a Japanese demon called Kiyohimi. Yes. And yeah. I didn't know of Kiyohimi. I've never heard of Kiyohimi before. And I kept having these weird dreams about a woman with a long neck and and her head would follow me on a long neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'd have this dream night after night. I mean, I, and I'm talking for years, it would just come up, come up. And every single time it would come up, the area was always flooded up to my knees. And I'd just be in a house, everything would be dark, and I'd be trying to escape... And this thing would come here. When I Googled it, and I saw this Kirim, I said, that's the same fucking thing. That's the yeah. fucking scary It's the same spot. fucking thing. Yep. So, people, supernatural people go, well, yes, Kirim was after you. But that's And not... that's what they would say. But 
a lot of things like when we look at just how religion is formed so many religions across the world tell the same stories yeah right i think there's just an intrinsic part of human nature where we gravitate towards certain things and and we just our imagination almost like a shared language or something our imaginations can only come up with stuff that can technically exist in our realm we can't think of a creature we've never seen we cannot close our eyes and think of something without attributing it to something we've seen already somewhere somewhere to tie where you yeah because it. it's, it's impossible you can't think of a creature if, if you if i said to you tian make up a creature off the spot and you cannot use any animal any human attribute you cannot use anything you've ever okay. seen or heard hold on, you hold can't on, do hold it on, hold on. okay you know, i completely understand that right but what if you see a creature that you have no way of explaining, but once you learn your language, then you realize that it has some attribute to it? Because by that point, you have nothing to associate to, right? But this is why a lot of Lovecraft stories, he won't... Some he does describe the creatures, but other ones he just doesn't describe them. Let your mind come up with it. He lets your mind come up with it. Because, yeah. because if he was to sit there and tell you, he has to sit there and go, oh, it had tentacles, okay, like an octopus. Well, like, yeah. straight away, you're... You're moving into territory of stuff you already know. Well, this is what I mean. Is like, obviously, that makes sense if you're thinking about it from the fact that someone that knows, like, as a creature, you know, that's covered in crystals. You go, oh, well, you knew what you a, knew crystal a crystal was, is. Yeah, right? yeah. But what was it? What what form was it? But, well, it was like a man covered in crystals. Okay, right. so it's a, so yeah, exactly. Your mind's associating yeah, different but, things. But it's, it's but, physically impossible for you to think of something original. Original. It's impossible. And then, yeah. It's got elements of several yeah. things you already know exist. And I, then get certain, that. I get that. Certain things, when we come out with like, when they come out with the story of the boogeyman, oh, he had claws, he had this. That's because we are, in our DNA, scared of things with claws. Yes. Yeah. In our DNA, we avoid things like spiders because back in the day, they could be so fucking poisonous, they'd wipe us out. So we'd go, oh, there's a spider. Oh, there's a snake. Oh, there's a... Yeah. And that's, that's why these things exist. So when it comes to us creating monsters, we start turning towards that it's pretty nuts when you think about human psychology but i mean like i said i i i'm a very open person you guys all kind of know that from everything that i've done over the years his arse always definitely is um but all i all i'm saying is like i'm always he's weeping i'm going for a piss fuck you guys (laughs) i said it was (laughs) weeping he's off i was gonna make a point but fuck you all sure i told this story uh one of the first episodes i was on but a friend of mine his mate was um i think he was or is a copper and he uh they were down they were just doing their routine checks around the island and everything like that and they saw a bunch of cars parked you know like you know when you get down to the ferry circle you know the road's blocked off so you go there's a couple of houses down there but you can't actually take your car down there anymore yeah there's a couple of cars around there more than there should have been so they they got up and walked down and they saw these fucking group of people all with robes on, hoods up, heading towards the fairy circle. Did we do something? No, they were, yeah, they were just like, fuck that. I'm out of here. We're out of here. And the couple was like... But the thing I, is, they haven't committed a crime. No, but it's still weird. Yeah, it's still weird. But, but okay, actually, like, what, can, what jurisdiction did the police a couple, have a couple, a couple, About a couple of days later, he was walking through town on the beat, and someone came up to him. We saw you. You know, don't ever do, don't ever bother us again. But they found a body what? there as well. And uh, the co- the guy 
cannot remember what the person looked like. It was right in his face. Could not remember what the other person looked like. Yeah, they found like, like, them yeah. kids yeah. found a body just off the fairy ring, didn't they? Not, yeah, I've heard not, about like, that. Last yeah, year yeah. or two years ago. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. It'd yeah. been there for a while. The body had been there for months, and it was a missing guy that had been missing, missing for guy, yeah. for a long time. It was time. like a forty-year-old or something. And they, like. and they, but he was found right there, right by the fairy ring, like just dumped in a bush, ten feet away from it. Yeah. Does make you wonder. Guernsey's a, Guernsey's a pagan island. Is it a sacrifice island, though, is the thing? Who the fuck knows? Mate, people still go missing here and never found all the time. Since I've been here, there's probably been about six that never, ever found. Yeah. Hmm. Most of them just jump off the cliff. I think, yeah, yeah it's definitely that. Cliffs, yeah. Lots of suicides. Oh, I was going to say. So, it's fucking horrible. We went, well, is it last year? Was it last year? Or like, we went through, like, there was like, nearly one a month for yeah it was bad after the second lockdown it was fucking loads yeah. well they uh the police just recently got like essentially put out to the public the numbers and apparently uh 18% of deaths over here are suicide now which is quite high and i bet out of that 18% 70% is men oh well they don't yeah. want to talk about that but yeah no no well, that's, well they uh, might no. even be 100% so it might be 100% of it is men yeah no that's that's yeah. probably that's really yeah cause... I, I wonder if there's even been a female suicide in the last two years no not that, not that yeah, I'm aware yeah. of not that I'm aware of no it's it's, it's, a, it's rife within young men and the thing and is and then you wonder why young men are turning to Peterson and Andrew Tate and these people to give them guidance because they fucking need some and whether or not you like it Peterson or, or Tate. I do, I do like Peterson. I, like I, think, Peterson, I, think, yeah. I think he's a very intellectual but, man. But whether you like him or not, if they are giving some young lads guidance and stopping them killing themselves, that's all right with me. Yeah, but remember, they're preaching, they're not, they're not, they're preaching too far from the left, though. For some reason, masculinity is now right-wing, which is stupid, because men need to be masculine. It doesn't mean we disrespect anyone who isn't, but we kind of need to... We need to know who we are yeah, as yeah. men, and, and for some reason, they don't want that. Yeah, I do not like to be like that anymore. Unfortunately not. But the boogeyman <laughs> was definitely a man. Right wing. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn, you threw me through a loop there. Fuck. No, um, but yeah, so where are we at on, on the boogeyman? Yeah, now? so I mean we we've just finished up with the UK. We mentioned Jack the Ripper, uh Jack. So we're gonna go global or do you wanna go through the types and then well, swing so... back to a few notable A simple one. Uh, not nothing, nothing funny. It's just one of the first ones that was uh, the Egypt. Egypt. Got oh, I've own. heard about. It. Is this the burnt man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the man with burnt legs, and it is literally a case of this monster that got burnt, burnt when he was a child because he didn't listen to his parents. You know, so it's, it's a, yeah. it's a story. Very, the, uh, very the apocryphal tale. Yeah. Tale of old, tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Yeah. Beauty and the beast. I mean, pour one out to Angela Lansbury. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, yeah she died. She I, love Ant- I, I love that. I love Emma Watson. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Yes. Yep. Sad times. Right. Okay. So I got oh, one. Shit, that's true. Fuck. Yeah. Those two fucking died, didn't they? Yeah. So I got South Africa's got one that's fucking amazing. It is called the the ticker. If I'm pronouncing it right, the uh, Tikalashi. 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 It is a dwarvish creature of Zulu myth, conjured by uh, Sagamas, which are the healers. Uh, it wanders around scaring children. It is also described as a small, muscular, hairy witch with an unusually large dick that visits women in their dreams and sexually assaults them. <laughs> so, it, it, <laughs> fuck's sake. It plays so a lot. It's a transgender little... goblin. Oh, yeah, it's a transgender <laughs> oh goblin God, that it. fucks women in it's their a dreams. Trap. Fuck. It's fucking amazing. So, it kind of. So another country I want uh, is uh, Hungary. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, one's quite a simple, basic one I got Let's was go. the, 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 Sakos, the Sakos Ember, 
which if I'm pronouncing that right, is a man with a sack. So you know you're cramp, you're cramp, yeah, you're cramp, you're cramp. Sack a, yeah, yeah, a sack man. The one that will literally put children in a sack. So take, he couldn't have been away. a member. He couldn't <laughs> been a member of Heaven's Gate because he's got a sack. Yeah, because he's got a sack. <laughs> oh, true, <laughs> but true. Another one. I think Tian. I think Tian knows what this one is. I'm, if I'm again, I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation. It is the Zesvazu Bagali. I actually don't know that one. It is. It is basically translated as copper penis owl. <laughs> it's an owl of copper penis. <laughs> um, That's amazing. If you look throughout, I don't know that. throughout a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them have the word like with boogeyman. Though I have bag or bab as yeah. well as like yeah, a name. Yeah. Like yeah. and and when you actually look at the breakdown of those words, it all comes from a central position to use bag or bab yep. or baba or babushka. Yep. Oh, fucking slug boy. <laughs> But fucking uh, no, well, even even in South Africa, they uh, they have um, Baba Legba, which was fucking he's like his voodoo. voodoo uh, he was the voodoo king. Yeah, yeah. He's um, if, if you've watched um, American Horror Story, he's he's, 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 he's in really? coven. Saying that Beelzebub, that's another one with the bub thing. That's uh, a boogeyman. The other, the yeah. Demon, the... I mean, Beelzebub is the lord of. It's not Lord of Flies. Uh, uh, it is Lord of Flies, but it is... Flies it, and Decay. Yeah, like that, yeah, it is often described as the Lord of Decay. And then some people just say all of those things are just forms of Satan. Yeah, well, but yeah. But they're, they're not. They're, well, they're princes of hell, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're different. They're all princes. Yeah, essentially they're the seven sins of hell, right? Is the whole thing. But Satan's probably the OG boogeyman. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lucifer, Lucifer is arguably the biggest fear monger. The biggest boogeyman of them all. Personally, it's Joe Biden. But Oh, absolutely. <laughs> You've seen how he sniffs hair. Well, at the moment, the biggest boogeyman in the world to most people would be someone like um, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, but Vladimir Putin's not a threat to anyone nearby, right? Uh, unless it's uh, nearby. Well, if you're the, in the, the, meet- fact, the fact that he's now threatening to use nuclear weapons if they don't And the fact by. that he's had cancer for two years and he's probably on his way out. He's oh, not well, going to do it. Hopefully he goes out. I mean, yeah, but, if gotta- he's, but what I'm saying is if he, he, he's got nothing to lose. you you got to bear in mind. And that comes from Oliver Stone, who went over there and filmed him and spoke to him. He's got cancer, Putin. He's been being treated for cancer for years. You got to bear in mind, and I he's mean, not seventy-one or something. He's... I would. Lo- I, I actually can't wait to see the day when Russia doesn't have him in charge and see what happens then. It'll collapse. Well, but it could be a power vacuum, or the rich go, the businessmen go, fuck this. We're we're sorting it out. I the the way that I see it is probably China will get most of it. Can't be worse than can't be worse than what it's like now. I guess, I mean, in a way, China and, and what they're doing is the boogeyman too. Everything's, I'd the, say boogeyman. Communism, Everything's the boogeyman. I'd say communism in general. Communism yeah. was a huge, huge yeah. boogeyman. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. So one that I found that creased me up was uh, one from Germany. Oh, here we go. <laughs> is it, you know this one? The classic. The, the Schwarzerman. Mm-hmm. Which translates uh, yeah, as the black man. Yeah. So it's not for the we skin colour, as as back when these legends were created and, and established. Obviously, most Germans would never have met a dark skinned yeah. person before. It's literally is because he pre- he prefers he has a preference for hiding in dark places. But children have have an act had an active uh, game called Wer hat Axt von Schwarzenmann, which translate as Who is afraid of the black man. <laughs> It's so oh, it just I literally I read it to Amy. She, no, to be she, fair, she shook her head. And I was like, it just cracked me up because obviously it's not a racist thing because of when it, when it was founded, but it's just the fact that what it yeah, translates I mean, that now. It's, who is afraid of the black man? So they There's made a good it. Chance they may not have even referred to people as being black. If they did see him, they might have referred to him as something else. You yeah. Know? yeah, purple uh, or something. Because there's one place where it's a, the slang word 
for the racist term for for black people is to call them purple. I can't remember it is. Really? Some they might be like Morocco or somewhere like that. Uh, they remember. use they use um what's the fucking fruit the eggplant? What do we call it? Um, aubergine. Uh, I think they call them aubergine. Yeah, that's what they call them as their racist. They don't use the N word. They call them aubergine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in China when the Silk Road was first made, they used to refer to people of African descent as ebony. Is what they used to used to refer to them as. Well, you got that legend of the of the black uh, samurai who's called the Obsidian oh, Samurai. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. There yeah, was, that was one. True. Yeah. yeah, he was a slave. He was given away as a slave, and they put him in the they put him in with the samurai. They were like, I'm pretty, I'm don't know what sure to do they, with him. I think they just did a, a series on it. Actually, I think there's an anime on it, but yeah. I think it goes well over the fucking. Oh yeah, no, no, it, it, it goes, goes into well a lot of, sub, of like supernatural shit. Yeah. But, but he was just a black was an guy who ended person. up there, and and they trained him as a samurai. That's definitely that yeah, well. He ended happen. up. Uh, he ended up as the because uh, I did a little bit of research before I watched it. He did actually end up being the emperor's bodyguard. Weirdly enough, um, yeah, cool. Well, the, the only other one I've got is uh, is the Slavic one of Baba Yaga. Oh, Baba Yaga. We'll, 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 we'll get we'll, 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 yeah, Baba Yaga. I mean, so Baba Yaga's great. I didn't actually do a point on Baba Yaga because I thought you know we all knew it. Let's do Baba Yaga now. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do Baba Yaga. Okay, fine. Baba Yaga is. Slavic yes. mythology. Uh, she's been used in several different shows, films, Hot you know, she, yeah. video games. She, yeah. she is the classic hat. She, it, it, she's, she's the Hansel and Gretel comes from her. Yeah. Loads and loads of stuff. Yeah, so Bab- Bab- Yaga, for those who don't know, Baba Yaga is basically described as a deformed woman flying around on a mortar and wielding a pestle. Oh, who, li- who, li- who lives deep in the woods in a hut that stands on chicken legs. <laughs> The chicken legs is weird. That, that yeah. Why chicken me. legs? So she, so we could get up and then she can yeah, move it's around. It's that giant fucking sh- yeah. tree trunk like, yeah. chicken legs. Yeah. Straight yeah. up, just ostrich. And legs. so yeah. she is. Uh, she is. Uh, she will either may help or she may hinder you. So it's never. It's like, but they people would use that as like you know, if you don't behave yourself, Baba, Baba Yaga will take you. Yeah, she'll take. But you then the, the, a lot of the stories of Baba Yaga are like a lost traveler comes across her hut and she brings him in and lets him stay the night and feeds him. And sends them on their way. It's really, it's it's one of those ones where I like it as a story because it's not it's necessarily not, yeah, evil. It's not evil, right? It's kind of the idea of like, like Goku on Snake Way when he gets to the Snake Woman, she brings him in, feeds him up, and she's going to eat him. Yeah. It's, it's always it's like that. But speaking of Dragon Ball, obviously Fortune Teller Baba. Yeah, she's oh, ba- he's she, a witch. She, yeah. she's based on she's based on Baba Yaga. You've yeah. got um, Yubaba from Spirited Away. Oh yeah, she's based on. She's based on Baba Yaga. You know, there's, there's... Well, that is Babushka. He's a Baba. So, yeah. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's several... Well, well, Babushka is just an old lady. That's, that, that's literally that, what I think Russian that's what thing. Baba means. I think it means old lady. I think it means... It might do. I don't know. Oh, I, I know, don't know, I know Babushka in Russian means old lady. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. She's probably one of the most famous sort of oh, forms easily, of yeah. that mythos, really. She, you know, she's been used in... Like I said, used in Which is I, weird, I, because I... in America, Baba's a male's name. Baba Gumpshrimp. I remember going to America when I was like 16 and everyone was fucking going everywhere. about it. It's just this whole franchise now. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I'd say that arguably they are in contention with owning the name, right? Like, we call it Boogeyman, but I'd say almost an equal number of people would call it Bubblega. I've never heard that before in my life. What? Bubblega. Bubblega? Oh, for fucking, I'm drunk. They're very similar names, all these things. Yeah, well, it's they, all inspiration. They do all Papa, Father, father, mother, you know, yeah. whatever. Yaga, Legba, yeah, and then there's there, there's others as well that. Babalaga. Yeah. Babalaga. Babalaga. 
Listen, I'm drunk, all right? Sounds, but, like, a, sounds like a weird spell. No, to be fair, I am, I, am, I am actually drunk. I did mention before that I am already feeling tipsy. It's kind of... He's yeah. had less than us. I have, but uh, regardless, it, it's one of those ones where it's so well known that I think that it is in contention for taking over the name, if, in, in a sense. Like, if, 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 someone... you're, if, you're, if you are in Eastern Europe, it's yeah. number one. Yeah. If, if, if you don't know who the boogeyman is, you definitely know who uh, Bobby, Boba Yagar is. Bobby Yaga. Bobby Yaga. <coughs> Fuck's sake. Um, just call him Bobba Lagar. Bobba's Yogurt. Bobba Lagar. Bobba's Yogurt. I'll, I'll just call him Bobba Gun from now on. Fuck. Bobby's Yogurt. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I'd say it's pretty prevalent. It's pretty high. If you're in Eastern Europe, it's number one. It, like and, and that means anywhere in Eastern Europe, Russia, Poland, everywhere, everyone knows that. Like Babushka, everyone knows Babushka. Everyone knows Babushka, yeah. I mean, it, it, if you bring like to Japanese folklore, there's hundreds of Oni and Yokai that uh, could take up that mantle of the yeah. boogeyman because they've got so many different fucking. And on that note, <laughs> we, we we travel to the far east. Yeah, so we we travel across to the the land of the rising sun. Uh, we have what is considered the boogeyman of Japan, which is known as Namahage. Uh, essentially, uh, the Namahage are demon-like beings portrayed by man wearing hefty oni masks, yep. uh, traditional straw capes, and during a New Year's ritual in local northern Japanese folklore of the Ugar Peninsula uh, area of Attica Prefecture. Basically, the legend is that they have five demonic oni. So Rapers, with... kid fiddlers. Uh, well, no, they're not kid fiddlers. <laughs> so weirdly enough, animal murderers. Um, animal in, murderers. So in these ones, in these ones, they don't murder anyone. Fiddlers. Uh, they don't. They don't fiddle kids. They those don't murder guys, those guys that just kind of sneak up and just tickle your bollocks. Anti-social masturbators. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I did a lot of research. You fucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they they go to the highest local peaks. Yeah. Uh, the basic idea is that they steal crops. Right, and okay. for the longest time, they would steal loads and loads of crops. Well, that's got, but that's a big fear. The fucking crops have been robbed, especially when you're living off that sort of shit. You need that for money and, and for your own survival. And I would also imagine, like at the time, if the crops died, you they would also say that he'd blame that cover as well. Yeah. Oni. yeah, yeah. So the the way that they the quelled these oni was the locals of the time, which is estim it's estimated. I can't give you an exact number, but oh, I thought you did research. I, I have, but there, there's no. I want to no know how many times they took a shit today. Motherfucker! Yeah. I, I want to know how big their feet were and how uh, big their dick was. Yeah. Bro, if there's feet involved, I'm definitely masturbating. So you don't want that. <laughs> he is um, the antisocial masturbator now. <laughs> for fuck's sake! In uh, ro- <laughs> Tian, calm down. God, fuck get on with it, Tian. Fucking hell! Stop holding up the podcast. Oh, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Damn son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn son of a bitch. Um, in the 1400s, essentially, this festival was not accepted, but it was like in in rural areas where okay. they would do it in order to quell these onis. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, steal our crops, you cunts. That's what they would yeah. do. Well, the no, they, yeah. they made a deal with them, essentially, where if they made a thousand steps to a shrine for each of them, they carry would Carrying milk. There was a little bald one. And then the other one had spiky black hair and they had to carry the milk up the stairs. Yeah, they, they, they were literally always followed by a weird old guy with a tortoise on his back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, essentially the idea was if they could mimic the cry of a rooster and the ogres departed, they believed they had failed and they would go. So um, they all had to do their best cock impression. They did. They did have to do their best cock impression. <laughs> 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 most, most of them God were going... God damn it! <laughs> 
I'm and then trying. there was one geezer standing as stiff as he could. Like, yeah. Why do I spitting, try? And... Standing as stiff as he could, spitting in the air. There's one bloke like that. They just had a mouthful of milk and he spit yeah. up in the air. Like Triple H on his entrance. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do I go into these thinking that I'm going to take them seriously for fuck's sake? Yeah, that'll teach you for doing too uh, much research. Listen, research is good. Okay, you... nerd boy. Oh, go fuck yourself. Um... In essence, uh, essentially, the only reason this became a popular thing was because in 1960, uh, which I will get into a little bit later, um, it became a national holiday. Uh, essentially, they'd hold a festival where they would get people that they believed were ready to do the 1,000 steps with their supplies for tribute. Um, if they failed, it would mean that the, you know, because the way that Japan was done... Uh, it would mean that certain villages would end up with bad crop, right? So that would be the only stealing their crop if they failed the 1,000-step challenge. But that's very common, leaving tribute, getting some of your crop. Sacrifices. Sacrifices, killing it, yeah, killing the goat, leaving it for it. or And, and sometimes they would literally take like 20% of the harvest and just dump it yep. next to a stone and go. There you go. There well, you go. The Greeks did it for fucking thousands. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, thousands of years. We still have harvest festivals and yeah. all that. But we still do that. And 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 even things like Thanksgiving is having a big feast because you're going to run out of shit. It's not going to it's not going to last <laughs> through the winter. You got to have a big one mate. now so you can carry on. But still, there was a genocide. It was the, it was not... the French and it was there the was French a genocide and going on when they got there. That that's anyway. the truth. There's a, when when the Aztecs but, but when when they got to South America, the Aztecs were fucking cutting people's heads off left and right. Sacrificing they were the they were killing hundreds of thousands of people a year. Just uh, yeah, I, I get that. But and then Columbus... the Spanish turned up and shot them all. But... Look, I'm not going to get too far into it because that's not the topic. But I, I still believe that it should not be a celebration. I, I, well, no, I do. It's, 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 look, we don't sit there and go, oh, the Romans once came to England and fucking butchered loads of us. Yeah. But we don't dwell on it. I mean... We don't. I mean, we don't dwell on it, but we, we remember. We celebrate it almost. We fucking... Hadrian's Wall. People like to go and walk around it. And... Yeah, because we got rid of the fucking immigrants. Off you go. Fuck but, off, Romans. But, but then we still celebrate a lot of Roman stuff here. We do, but that's what that's what I mean, right? To be angry about Columbus or be angry about the founding of America, to me, is stupid. Because what were the Ottomans doing? You get angry about that? You get angry about the Persians? I mean, if I knew enough about it, I but, might but do. You yeah. do, because you, you know they fucking tried to conquer Greece and they fucking slaughtered millions. You know they did. I mean, yeah, but uh, this is a thing. Any genocide of any sort should not result in a celebration. But That's they always happen. And But they're not celebrating the genocide. They're celebrating the founding of their country. It's not like we celebrate, like, oh, the, the end of World War Two. Well, fucking how many people I mean, died I, in World look, War Two? I, I we get still it. celebrate it. I get it, but we no, we celebrate our our Independence Day in yeah. a way. You know, yeah. That's our liberation. But but with with Thanksgiving, like whether or not it came off the back of American Indians, natives being killed by Europeans or not, like if we didn't go there, the Chinese would have, the the fucking Persians would have ended. That someone would have gone there and done it. We we know that. We know now that what we call Native Americans weren't natives. They came over from Russia and Siberia and and Asia when in the well, Younger Dryas period. That's they, when they, they would have crossed over from crossed Alaska, over. The, the link between Russia and Alaska. Yeah, they that's why that's, over. that's why Eskimos are Asian, and it's why the, there could have been people there before, and they could have wiped out the people that there were before. We just don't know that. Yeah, 
But because Europeans went over there, mostly the Portuguese, they, it was the, the Spanish, the Spanish that went yeah. over there and did that, and the Italians as well, and they made everyone a Catholic, oh, and they man. fucking murdered everyone. Yeah, right. No, but yeah, but they, but they obviously the British, the Spanish, and the, Fran- and the French fuckers. started colonizing. They were the colonists. Well, you, you got to yeah, bear well, in but mind. But then so were the Dutch. So yeah, were the yeah. fucking Germans. Oh, yeah. Every was. You... But if it wasn't Europe, it would have been China, and it would have been Genghis Khan. And it would have been them lot. And it may have been a lot worse if those cunts had turned up there. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe, it would have maybe been, not, maybe. There'd be none left. Or it would have been the, the Muslims. They would have ended up there. And, and they were fucking brutal in that time period. We all know what they were doing during the Crusades. We were up against the Muslim hordes and they were fucking brutal cunts. So were we. So were we. I'm not saying... But, but what I'm saying is everyone back then was a brutal cunt. I mean, yeah. I mean, When they got there time. and they met their natives, they were all beheading each other. The tribes I mean, we, fucking we, hated each other. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. can't, we can't turn around and say that it's, like everyone's immune from it because it is, but what we what we're doing currently right as as westerners for some fucking unknown reason is rather than go we did do some bad shit but we learned from our they mistakes they want to erase it they want to dwell on the mistakes they dwell on the mistakes they don't sit there and go alright yeah at one point we had slavery and England were the first country to obliterate fucking slavery yeah. people don't like they don't like to talk about that we don't sit there and go, but we don't have slaves now. Right, we did have slaves, but guess what? We decided, that's fucking wrong, let's move forward. Yeah. Well, and we did that, and we did move so, forward. But half of fucking Africa and the Middle East still are slaves. I, uh, we well, shall... yeah, we started, we started with who's afraid of the black man, no, 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 then no. And we went on to fucking slavery. I'm like, this, they, sorry, that wasn't even sorry, the point sorry. of the fucking topic right. of it, man. I, I'm going to I'm gonna quickly give an explanation. Oh, no, we were talking about Japan. We were, yes. we were, we were in Japan. We were in Japan. So and they had nothing to do with the slave trade. So th- Not that <laughs> slave trade. A different slave I'm gonna, trade. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give an explanation as to why I think this was made uh, in Japan. Whilst very little of the specific date is known for the Namaha origins, what we know is that the festival was officially made widespread from the 1960s, with a few extracts dating back to 1890s. That's really late. It is. But that's the official date of when it became a festival. But then you think about when the last samurais gave up, there were still people that were samurais in World War II. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you had they were, still pra- they were still practicing, yeah. but they weren't, obviously, the, the way of the samurai was long gone by then. Yeah, I was going to say, was, the but, last... they, but they had these last samurai, Yeah. well, not the movie, The Last Samurai, that's a good film. Actually. That is but... a good film, yeah. Um, the, last, the last samurai's fight, I believe, was in like 1870 or something. Where they actually had to fight against Imperial well, arms. the Bushido duels and all that. Well, no, well, I think they, they, they had, were still they dueling after that. Because obviously they uh, was it the Chinese invent, like just like made gunpowder and stuff like that, and they, um, they, yeah. the firearms the chi- are starting to come in a lot. A lot but this earlier. is the weird thing: so, the Chinese invented gunpowder, but the Europeans invented the guns, and then well, we sold yeah. the guns back to the East. Well, but so, their powder was what fueled the. It's weird, so right? It's how, of, how that happened. One of the weirdest things about Japan, and most people don't realize, is that. Japan didn't trade with fucking anyone. No, they didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't until the like mid eighteen hundreds when the Americans came in and went, "Look, you're going to start trading with the world," and they went, "No," and the Americans went, "Cool, we're going to bomb your shit." Then they had an okay relationship with the French. Uh, Randomly, the French for some reason. I don't know why that was. That but... must have been after the embargo. And the Koreans, because, I think. Uh, yeah, Korea. Basically, well. what ended up happening was the Americans turned up in Japan and went, "Look, we didn't realize you exist here." Uh, because no one talks about you. So, look, are you, we just are you thought willing... this was part of China. Yeah, well, essentially. Uh, so and they the Chinese went... wished it was. So the Americans turned around and went, look, you, look, you've got stuff we want, so do, are you willing to trade with us? And they went, no, we don't want to trade with anyone. So Americans went, cool, we're going to bomb some of your they fucking got, seaside think, prop, like I, villages. I can't remember. I've, read, I've definitely read, listened to a podcast about it. 
a little while ago. The Japanese were trading with other countries. I believe they and traded the, with China. And then they got fucked over. Yeah. So they just went, all right, well, fuck everybody. We're just going to close, we're just gonna close the whole thing. It might have been the, the French thing. that fucked them over. Because there was a time period where the French were the key import-export in, in Japan. Possibly. Yeah, and I think they got screwed over in some which deal. Where, and it, it fucked the country. fucking it, it, artwork it, it, and pottery and all that got into Europe was through the French. And, but, and I can see the French fucking them over. Especially back then. I mean, ultimately what ended up happening was uh, the Japanese didn't get fully armamented until like the late 80s. Uh, late 1800s, sorry. Which is like on the verge of like Victorian era. It's like, it, it's like Edwardian yeah. kind of stuff. But that's the, the weird thing is if you look at a lot of Oni or their mythological creatures, a lot of them have white and blondish hair. Even now in anime, white hair is prevalent. And I wonder if that has anything to do with meeting Europeans in the past, especially meeting like Nords and stuff. So, so weirdly enough, a lot of Onis, I, I don't know the specifics because I didn't go too far into it, but uh, there's a theory that a lot of the ancient Onis that were depicted by Japanese was mainly Mongolian and Russian. Mongolian would make sense because yeah. they were cunts. Uh, Mongolian and Russian purely because Russia was always trying to get their land and the, Rus- uh, the Mongolian because they swept across China and for the longest time, there's we're still in a disputed the Russian Japanese island now. Really? There's an island between um, Japan and the main the mainland of, of of Asia, and that island is half Russian, half Japanese. Hmm. And it it's still disputed. It was a... disputed right up until after yeah. World War Two, everything, and it's still now disputed. Yeah. What's the fucking matter? Pride, yeah, I don't know. National pride. nationalism. Yeah. The Japanese still reckon they are, Japanese, yeah. The Chinese still reckon they owned uh, Taiwan. They they still well, they do now. Do. Yeah, they, they still do. do now. Yeah, it's got its own government and everything. I know they do, but that's because it's been enforced by the U.S. Because they've trying that. It's the same thing that happened with Korea. So, uh, j- yeah, without the U.S., South Korea wouldn't be free. No, nope. North so Korea was, is was, still it, completely it, it linked was, to the Chinese. It was, it was was it the Chinese or the Russians that installed the the uh... Chinese and Russians? Oh yeah, they, yeah, they, the they, com- they well the communists yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah so. Because it was the it was the um, communist republic of China for the longest time. Uh, okay, still um, is. Anyway, going back to the topic, um, the uh, I've got a couple of theories as to why this became a prevalent thing. Um, so the climate of the inhabitants in Japan at the time, whilst very lif- very little of the specific date was known, um, this was during a time of hardship of wartime preparations. Food as well as many other amenities were uh, extremely limited. And required brutal deadlines to be completed. This is without the including, uh, without including the harsh imports and export trades that the U.S. placed on the public of Japan. What year um, is this? So this would have been in the 60s. It, so it would have been from 1890 all the way through to uh, 1960. So yeah. after Second World War, but just before the First World War. Well, they were devastated after fucking Second World War. Yeah, they, they were. They were. Dirt well, they war. they got annihilated. Yeah, in the end. Um, I believe- and, and and the guilt of the US at the time. Well, Everything they- in Japan now was funded by the US. Yeah. Well, the thing is, for free, basically, uh, they were, they just went and invested everything. Yeah. They they felt they. I know the Japanese were fucking evil at the time. This the Nanking and all this fucking horrible shit. They oh, were Nanking's to. fucking, fucking horrible. horrible. Yeah, Nanking's right? the worst atrocity but of the war. Dropping a nuke. Without really knowing what was going to happen, the te- on desperate. Two, on two well, they did it too. Yeah, they did too. Brutal place, right? Yeah. And the guilt, the guilt of America after that was we got, and they went over and tidied it up. And the, the 
not that Japan is a superpower, but Japan is a an oh, it's getting there. Strength, right? Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's technological marvel. The yeah. shit, like, the shit I mean, there, even everything we everything technology-wise, we, we, we have. But it took them. the horrors of World War Two well, and the investment of America to make it what we, it is now. We do have to bear in mind that in World War Two, they were a genuine threat. Oh, they horrible. were. Um, yeah, I mean, in conclusion, for the whole Japanese lore of this whole thing, um, I believe it's fair to say that the origins came purely down to countrywide poverty and scarcity due to a number of embargoes wartime rationing leaving the populace to fend for themselves in order to live the idea of food thieving spirits placing a heavy emphasis on hard work strict rules for the children in order to ensure family survival rate makes sense um though we all know that japan is a heavily spiritual country uh who knows it could have been actual demons. Cough, cough. I mean, I'm yeah, trying to appease yeah, but, both yeah, sides. Yeah, but the, the Japanese have got a, a, like a wealth of, They've got of, a of lot. yokai. They do, right? And this is spanning like hundreds, thousands of years, right? Like you've got you've got the whole um, you've you've got the whole yokai spirits of uh, a hai, which is like essentially a succubus of sorts. When succubus weren't a thing, like succubuses didn't really come into the whole mainstay of like christianity until the seven the like well, 700 they, they BC. were demons though. they were just demons right there, there was no name for them whereas japan like japanese culture has depicted it for thousands of years that there are there are these succubuses that will go out and find people and i mean you've got so many different yokai you've got so many different oni <sighs> I know that I try and steer away from like supernatural, but there is a chance. Like this is something that is deeply seeded in their culture. Well, a lot of their a lot of their yokai are based off of bad things that have happened to people. Yeah, and of course, like you know, like, it's look, bedtime story stuff, right? Of it That's is, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, but um, it's also it's also telling people to be careful, otherwise this creature will get you. But then, I mean, Japan's always had a weird like again. I can't attribute it to supernatural because that's, you know, there's no scientific evidence. But Japan has a weird string of occult stuff that goes on that a lot of people don't, like, kind of deal with because it's not considered... It's a taboo over there, right? But it's happened for hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds of years. Hundreds of years that the, the, the this culture has attributed occult-like tendencies. Yeah. Um, and for me, I, I'm not saying that it is probably the most prevalent idea that spiritualism and supernatural can be plausible, but to say that it spanned that far and it's but so widely accepted, shit like other European, you you look around the Nordics, they don't sit there and go, I'm still believing fucking Odin. I wish, no, they, I wish they did. I wish they did. We don't in still the UK. Well, our fucking religions are basically gone. Yeah. But like Japan, I couldn't, I couldn't name you a single pagan deity. Because well, the problem is because what I'm in the UK, well, we had a whole fucking bunch of it, right? So we had Rome; they fucking destroyed a lot of it. Then the Catholics, they kept it, locked it up. Then the Church of England under Henry VIII, he fucking burnt it all. We got rid of it because the Catholics had kept loads of it like under lock and key, and he fucked that right off. He destroyed all that. But yeah. you, you look across most of Europe, I guess it's it's Russia and. The Germanic Nordic areas that still have stuff left, but they were late adopters to it. I mean, but you go through Spain, 
and you go through France and you go through England, they fucking destroyed everything. I mean, I get that. They fucking yeeted the lot. I mean, the reason that I say that Japan is part, like, plausibly the best concept of how onis and spirits could exist is because they've been shut off for so long. Yeah, they they were they didn't become a Christian country. No, they never became a Christian. Country. If they become if they become a Christian country, Hell, fucking four hundred five hundred years ago, none of it would be left. So, no, it's it's still not. It's, no, it's it, not. Yeah, they have their churches, but yeah. it's not. But it's, still it's Buddhist. Still, it's, yeah. it's Buddhist and Shinto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two main religions in in Japan are Shinto and Buddhism. Yeah, but like we went to when we Shinto is what we see in all this Spirit Away, all this stuff. It's that's yeah. what we see. But this is what I mean. Like this is a country that stayed so closed off. Well, that's why it's so cool. Yeah, but th- that's, that's my why, point. That's why their their movies, the shit is so different. It's because they never lost. They've not been corrupted they by, never by, fucking by Christianity. Yeah, they can still offer us something different. I mean, this this is precisely why I say to myself, I, I like I said, I keep saying, like I'm not necessarily sure of supernatural, but if there was anywhere in the world that it could have been plausible. It would be Japan. It was the place where it wasn't affected I by the rest the of the world. Stuff, the water demons, all that shit. The, the guards that guard spirits away from your door. Yeah. It's great. It's really cool. And it all comes across in the kabuki stuff. You it's need, all to, spiritual you need stuff. to play um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, yeah I've, heard, it's, I've it's, heard some good shit. It's all that is. You literally just... You're, there's so many different yokai in it. All these little creatures. Yeah, no, and I, and I, each I'll, one, I'll, I'll play it eventually. Each one's got their own, like, you know, that backstory. It tells you what the, what, what, what they came my, from and that. But I do want to point out, we have got a lot of boogeymen to cover. So what I think is the best... The next phase is for Tian to just read us out. I'm going to do the most important. I want bit. him to read us out his top three. Yeah, and we will just listen, and then once he's read his top three out, we'll talk about. It. You know, we're going to. You know, we're going to. Well, just there listen. is there is one. <laughs> there is one that hardest not to talk about. There is one that I do want some feedback on because this is the, in my opinion, the most important one. But we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah, yeah do 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 the third most important. We'll one. do yeah, we'll do, do the other ones for first, we'll, we'll, and then we'll uh, yeah. at the end we'll talk about all three of them. So we'll we'll start with the oldest one. So we've got El Cuco. So El Cuco, it's a character from Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's not. But it could. It's be. not. <laughs> it could be. Um, so the El Cuco. He's the uh, cook. El Cuco. Essentially, it's a monster who eats little children. Uh, it comes in many forms, according to ancient origins, and this is saying how far back this goes. Uh, the El Cuco originally was thought to be a dragon or turtle-like creature with a dragon's head. Uh, many Latin American and Spanish cultures know it is more of a boogeyman. It can take anyone and anything, shape and form, including people and animals. Um, so like almost like a vampire. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people that go based on the idea. And what was of, he doing though when he, he was just murdering kids? No, so uh, th- it spans across different countries. So like, the main idea is that it is some level of a reptile. So. Uh, for example, uh, in the majority of Portugal, it's described as a turtle-like creature, which makes sense because okay, so, uh, yeah, so Portugal. So obviously, Brazil is Portuguese. So it, did it start in Portugal? Did it start in Latin America and then come so over to Portugal? It started in Portugal uh, when seafarers began making their way across. So they they believe fucking weird because a lot of the gods over in south america were also reptilian yep yep and i mean this is the thing i think is because portugal became so focused on seafaring so early that i think that's where the majority of their folklore came from um they're the only country to get away with it 
When we talk well, about yeah. colonization and shit, no one mentions Portugal. They kind of they've got away well, with it. To be fair, they did more than anyone else. We we, we do have to point out that their neighbours were fucking Spa- Spain, Spain, yeah. which were all over the fucking place. Oh, they were fucking brutal bastards. Well, they um, were linked though as well. But their their kings and queens, the royalty of Portugal and Spain, were they were the same families. Though. I mean, this this isn't the important link. Is that in Portugal it's described as a turtle with a dragon's head, but in Brazil. It is known as a female alligator, which is very similar when you think about it. Well, Sobek in, in Egypt is a, again, yep, a female similar. alligator, yeah. Yep, very similar kind of things. That's why I want to do an episode at some point on reptilians as, as a being, as a god, because, mate, it is an, every fucking religion, every continent has a reptilian overlord type creature. It's, it's something, yeah. There's something it, going it, on it there, says yeah. You know, yeah. America's got Biden. Exactly. <laughs> and if it wasn't him, Hillary, she was one, definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck sake. I mean, so the reason that I bring this one up more than anything is because we hear we heard so many accounts of the English version of the Boogeyman, which is what we know as Boogeyman, uh, which comes from like early uh, like early 1500s, right? Typically, but the the most important thing here is that this comes from a time, you know, almost 2,000 years before. Like this is arguably the first account. Of the boogeyman from in Portugal when they first were talking about this, we're talking pre-Christ. Yep, I mean we're we're talking about before religion had an impact. It wasn't like a major problem, so on. This was a prevalent issue before religion became a major fear-mongering thing. And so it was basically Donatello robbing your kids. Essentially, yeah. Bowser, um, Bowser turned up. <laughs> Having a go on your, nicking your kids. So, and he had a go on your daughter. Yeah, Bowser's thinking it's Mario nicking your kids. At, at this point, um, Portugal didn't even exist. Portugal was known as a Iberia or yeah, Iberian. So, so countries that don't even exist. It, it, yeah. Like at this point, Portugal wasn't even a thing, right? Basically, what had been happening during this time, as early as this, uh, we had five major wars. So we had uh, from. 95 to 55 BC, there was a war between uh, Rome and I- Iberia. We then also had a war in 75 to 65 BC between the Greeks. We then also had Persian uh, war between the si- uh, 69 BC and 67 BC. We then also had a war between the um, Elishards, which essentially was... Uh, I, I suppose early days Ottoman in 60, uh, 68 BC through to 57 BC. And then we also had a war between uh, the Germanic states and the barbarian tribes as they were known in uh, 92 BC all the way through to 2 BC. So uh, ultimately in my head, I'm thinking to myself, God damn, this nation is going through five major wars all in short spans of time, but somehow this story prevailed. And uh, well, well it's not all, only it's all, it's just five wars in a hundred years. That that's that's a fuck ton of wars, that's right? A lot. That's a lot of people with constant fears in the back of their heads of who the fuck's coming to take our stuff, right? <laughs> um, so, but all my... it takes though, right, is for like a little kid to go missing or something, and then they find a little kid dead, and there's a couple of turtles knocking about on the beach. <laughs> Oh, you true. Dirty cut, like all. But all it takes is something as small as that, and they'd be like, "Hey, turtles came and killed." That's true. Turtles killed my kid. My 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 major idea of what had happened here. And all they had to do 
is watch a couple of episodes of Ninja Turtles to know that they don't kill kids. They fight the bad guys. And they eat pizza. Well. And they eat pizza. Yeah. I mean, the thing for me... If this me... had happened in Italy, they'd give them a couple of pizzas and the turtles have gone away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, my ultimate um, conclusion on this fact of why I think this particular entity became a thing, given the traumatic history of this nation... Essentially, uh, the parents would tell children to stay indoors. Rather than mm. tell them the horrors of war. Well, exactly, right? they tell them the boogeyman. Create and a the monster is, that they could fear instead of the, having to tell them the truth. We, we have to bear so in mind... It's a protective thing at that Oh, it would have been. You, you have to bear in mind... Well, maybe that's what the boogeyman is, really. Rather than tell pe- kids there's nonces that will rape and kill you, they go, boogeyman will come and get you. There's it. a monster that will yeah. grab you if you leave this house. And the monster is... Far less harmful the mon- than the monster is than the reality. Happen, is the priest right? down the yeah. road. Yeah, uh, it's easier to fucking explain as well, right? To a kid, if you say, "Oh, there's a monster that if you go out, it's gonna get you," then explaining, "Yo, there's some soldiers over there that will fucking rape you and enlist Shoot you, you in and the shit like that." Head, yeah. yeah, basically, my idea was that given that they were in war with the Romans and the Greeks. They would have been enlisted. Those kids would have been abducted and then put into their own armies. Well, that's yeah. what they did in Africa still. Cambodia and all that. Yeah, well, Cambodia and that. You know, they'll raid a village, take all the take all the strong lads and everything, and it's, kill it's everybody else. Europeans have always been shit at. When we see child soldiers, we panic. We don't like it. Well, because we don't want to deal with it. Don't want to kill them. Yeah, we just don't want to do it. And the problem is, is like, how can you train someone to do that? In a society where we're taught that child murderers are the worst of the worst. Well, I think what happens is the soldiers they react right. Because they're trained to react, they see the threat, they kill the threat, and then they end up in fucking therapy afterwards, and then that's what's happening. With yeah, but that's even worse. PTSD though. and all that. You get the uh, Black Mirror episode, eh? When you get the, you get yeah. the, you get the memory, the, lenses, the memory, yeah. the lenses to to block out is, what you're what you are uh, what you're killing. No matter how much psychiatric help you end up with, like you're always going to have that in your memory. But that is why countries will demonize who they're at war at. And well, make them less propaganda. than human and turn them into the boogeyman. Yep. So that when their troops go over there and they see someone who is a human, who looks just like them, they've already been indoctrinated with, no, they're the evil boogeyman. And, that, and that's why we brought up earlier with, with Jews in World War II. Yep. They, were, they were not human. They were not told they were human. They were told they were... L- they were like cockroaches. Evil I mean, even little fucking... Rats. Yep. rats e- yeah. Even referring back to what you said about Nanking, uh, like the Japanese schools taught that Chinese people weren't people. Uh, like if, if there's a, if there's an evidence of a real life boogeyman, it's Nan King. There's a really amazing fucking documentary if anyone gets the chance um, about Nan King with one of the female survivors who explained that she had to trade sex in order to survive because they the, essentially what would happen. I'm not I'm not going to get too into it because it's not the topic, but essentially this woman who is now in her. We could cover Nan King down the line. I but think I'm not it's sure. I think it's heavy, I, I'm actually reading just even a brief read through Wikipedia. I'm fucking down. Let's cover yeah. it at some point. Yeah, I'm down. It, Probably not going to be many gonna, jokes in that one. No, no, it's going to be a fucking dark episode. There's, there's but a, it is. It's. I think there's there's something else. Not, I'd never heard until you guys mentioned. It, I'd never heard of it. I must, it is, I must have only heard of it about ten years ago. And I remember. Is, I remember going. You. You fucking what? It is. <laughs> they it did is, what? They raped everyone. Yeah. They murdered everyone. Women, children, men, everyone. And it's like, who did it? The Japanese did this. Are you fucking shitting me? And Do you want to just... know the most fucked up part about it? The Japanese have never apologized. They refuse they to don't, apologize. They refuse, it ever they refuse to acknowledge it. I assume, they re- no, they refuse that it ever happened. They won't, yep. they won't I see even that say the, it happened. The, the prince that um, kind of, he basically washed his hands of it before it started so that he'd, he basically had no... 
you know, it's nothing to do with me sort of shit, even though it was his country that was yep. fucking doing it. But they were unarmed. Basic fucking farm gear that was trying to fight people with mortars and shit. Sickles, sickles and pitchforks against yeah, fucking rifles. Yeah, against mortars. But think about this small horrible. little island here, which was invaded by the Nazis. Maybe they just went and raped and murdered everyone. That would have been cemented in history. Forever. For some yeah. reason, non-king wasn't. And I don't know how. Non-king was their fucking capital. They, they always used yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't even know that was the capital of yeah. China. Because it, it went from Tianjin to Nanking, then Beijing. Brutal shit. But we've got another boogeyman. Sorry, my bad. No, it's no, no, it's all good. Um, So now we're going to go into something that I'm sure everyone can kind of resonate with. Uh, We're going to go with Stephen King's classic, It. A.K.A. Pennywise. I think it's safe to say that there is a lot of similarities. Pennywise, the dancing clown. On a universal level, one of the most powerful creatures in the universe. The thing behind the clown, the, the entity behind it. Even the spider, even the spider you see as the form is not its form. No, that's what we perceive. Yeah. And in Stephen King's universe, you basically got the good, which is the turtle, which is this giant fucking space turtle, and then the opposing force to that is the deadlights, and also the deadlights link to Randall Flag. Yeah, I think from from two aspects, right? So it as a book wasn't as big of a hit as the tim curry film no no right and there's that film is that film is iconic to anyone who was a who was a kid up until the late 90s it's like, it's so that cheesy. was yeah that was such it is cheesy but man that shit everyone up at the time especially kids watching it it was like the worst fucking thing you could see oh 100 is a clown who steals kids and takes them into the yep. sewer like yep. I, I still remember when i was seven years old my dad had left it running and I, I, I'm still scared of clowns. Well, you must have a hard time looking in the mirror then. My my mate, John, back in the day, his house was sort of unruly, right? His parents never really paid attention because his dad had left, so it's just his mum. Yeah. And ne- she never paid attention to what he was watching. And her new boyfriend used to get what they call video nasties. Oh, right? okay, right. So you get like the dirt, like, like things are almost like snuff. Yeah, weird Italian movies where people being beheaded and stuff, right? Yeah. But you'd also get all the horror films, Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, all that. And my my family just never used to really let me watch that stuff when no. I was a kid. But I used to go to his house and watch it. I remember watching it and being deeply fucking triggered. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking bike, it, right? it. I had to cycle home after, on my bike, and we we'd sat there as about seven or eight years old. Watch it. I was shitting myself all the way through it as a kid. And then I had to cycle home and it was pissing me rain. Oh, well, there we go. All, I could see all the rain going down the fucking drainage ditches and shit on my cycle home. I've, I've never cycled so fast in my life. Hiya, Sammy. I was fucking shitting myself all the way home. Because, because the way to get back to his was basically really, really dark until I got to this rubber shops. And I, and I was just, get to the rubber shops, get to the rubber shops, get to the rubber shops. Well, I got past the rubber shops, but then I had to turn down my road, which is another dark road. There's just houses in it. Pull up outside my house, and all the lights are off. Uh oh! I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck? Where the fuck? My parents. So I go and I, I, I ring the doorbell. There's no one there, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't. You're, go in. I didn't have a key. I didn't, I didn't have a key. So I'm like, what? 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 What do, what do I do? So I cycle around to my nan's house around the corner, and obviously my mum was actually at my nan, so that's why she weren't there. She was with my sister. And I, I was fucking so relieved to just be around a fucking parent, just <laughs> around an adult after that. And it shit me up for weeks. Oh, it would have. Because yeah. the other thing is, well, we used to play, the area we used to go and play out and build bases at, there was actually a sewage duct there. And that's actually where we used to play. And I just sort of, we get there and I sort of look at that 
hole in the ground that leads into the sewer and be like, Ugh. I'm not touching that. I'm shit. not touching that. And some of my mates would go in there. Yeah. And, um, story is i never went in i i I just i was too afraid to go in there story is if you actually went in this sewage duct it opened up into like a massive room Mm. and there were doors and stuff in there and it's it's from when workmen used to be in there so when it was being built if you went in for about half a mile (laughs) it's a long way to go in fuck that if you went into the sewer for half a mile you would find like a door you open the door there's old candles and shit there there's old chairs and stuff (laughs) Because when it was being built, every couple of miles, they used to have to make a little room yeah, yeah, yeah. to carry on the work. Because these are ancient, these are fucking London, old London fucking yeah, yeah. sewage tunnels. Uh, I never went in there, but my mates went in there. They come out with stuff, old bottles of Pepsi from like the early 1900s or whatever. It, it's, it's a crazy one. For anyone that doesn't know who Pennywise is, I'm sure you probably do Everyone at this point. That. Yeah, We're going to assume so. I mean, the band. It's, a, it's essentially yeah, an unless entity. people know who the band is. <laughs> yeah. It, it's essentially a, an entity that feeds on the fear of children and then proceeds to eat. Because um, they always taste better when they're scared. They do taste better when they're scared, which is a fucking horrible idea if you ever cycle home on your own, like you've said. But the, um, the reason Pennywise goes after children isn't because it prefers children. No. It's that adults aren't as easy to scare. Yep. And it feeds a fear. So kids are just the perfect fodder yeah even even in his book it weirdly enough it does actually mention that even parents aren't able to conceive him yeah it's impossible to know him which is very weird sometimes they get in the book sometimes they get controlled by him yep at points yep and the book's fucking brutal the book's way better than any of the films why um the girl that's why her father's so brutal to her it's, yeah, it's, because, it's, it's pain, it's because in that town, there's always been an evil. Yeah, the the evil has corrupted people in there. They just don't know it. But that comes up a lot in Stephen King in Maine. There's just a, an evil presence that just makes people a little off, a yep. little bit dark. But it's why, like, like, it's why the bullies it. go as far as they do. Like In yep. the book, he describes it. It's the reason they go, as brutal as they go, is because this poison or this evil entity in that town it's like a miasma. Mi- but you hear there. that you hear that shit all the time. You hear people go, "This town ain't fucking for no one. This town's dead. This town's evil. This town's horrible." Yeah. You you hear that like throughout the world, like, and sometimes you go to a place and you get kind there and you go, it. you feel it, and yep. you go, "Fucking hell, this is I this is fucking be here." I, this something's not right about this. This place. is one of my biggest arguments for why paranormal stuff could exist is because if you go somewhere and you feel that energy. It it means something. They, they, there's no explainable scientific reason why you walk into a town you don't know. Well, there is, but... What? what? Yeah, I mean... You, what's everything a... is made of atoms. Everything is made from the same energy source, scientific fact, mm-hmm. that maybe there is a transition between... There's an interaction there. Maybe, but I mean, if you, if you walk into Brighton and go, oh, there's a load of camp people, oh, I'm safe here. But if you walk into fucking Lutton and you go, hmm... This is not good. <laughs> there's been there's been places where I've had to get a train across the UK and you have to swap trains at a station. And you get off and it's like some random fucking place in the middle of nowhere. There's no one else around because it's, it's kind of empty. It's you and about five other people who got off the train to swap. Yeah. And you sort of look over and there's no one around. Maybe you see a couple of cars go past and you look, most of the shops are shut down. It's all run down and you go, oh, a dire place to live. I mean, this place is literally just a place where people transition to the next yeah. Mm-hmm. they're not here for long they pass through it and you feel it you feel the depression of the town Slough's like that have you ever been Slough's no. it's a bit like that and you sort of uh, 
It's not a nice place. Even the name of it, Slough. Yeah, it's, it's like, not a nice place to describe where you live. You would um, live in Slough. Yeah, and, it's, and 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 the thing is, it's actually quite rich. A lot of rich people live in Slough, and a lot, well, like, lot of middle class to, people live there. That's probably well, where it's they probably go where it feels a negative. Down. But it feel, it just feels depressing. There's loads of industrial estates and things like that there, so I think that's you look at it and go. Probably you can Ugh. smell it. Doesn't smell yeah. right. Now, um, the reason that I bring up Pennywise, more importantly, is because Clowns. you did mention that the book itself didn't do too well, but the film did. Now, I feel that that's attributed to the whole John Wayne Gacy case, where that was a prevalent... By the time the, by the, time the two-part TV thing had come out, Gacy was a household name. Yeah, he, he was incarcerated at that point. And, I while, mean, and the weird thing is, people often mistake that Gacy did stuff in his clown suit. He never killed anyone. No, he never killed anyone. He just performed. He just performed. People like to the clown. in front of little boys yeah. as a clown, which is weird it is weird yes but, but I mean, then it's not weird when you know i know a lot about him basically he was keeping up a persona yeah and his persona was hey he, kids i'm a clown and well, everyone go he's lovely no he was a bit he was he was uh he was supposed to be like the business you know, owner the, 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 the ideal american the the, the yeah. family man he, he scout was, leader all of it he was yeah. All, yeah he was essentially an influencer before it was all but about what we have now. That's right? how that's how he was able to go for so long is because of the persona that the mask he wore. In Out, front outspoken of member of the local Democratic Party, so he's involved in local politics. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's fucking crazy when you think. Just hiding it. in plain sight, like the boogeyman. And I mean, that's that's the same thing as the boogeyman, right? So, and I mean, obviously we won't go into Gacy too far, but because we we kind of probably want to explore that a bit later. Um, but it, it, it's it, been done to death. It might be the only time we talk about it, but I don't know. Things could change. If new evidence or something comes out, there's a good chance we'll cover him down the line. Essentially, um, well, Gacy. What? I've get, um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's nothing that'll come out now, really. It's been, he's, he's been, only he's identities been, of maybe some of the he's been he's been dead for so long now. Yeah. It's. I mean, they probably still got evidence that they could go back to if they ever need to. There's but... still people they don't know their names. Yeah. So if any of that ever came out, maybe it's worth. But he, him as the killer clown, like that is, while he was never actually a killer clown, that's where killer clowns come from. It comes yeah, from, from him. I mean, you look at um, the Rob Zombie films, uh, House of Thousand Courses. I mean, Spalding. Spalding is basically fucking Pogo. It's, it's almost yeah, identical, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, except he's awesome in it. So it Sid, it, Sid, Sid, Sid Hags. Fucking... Yeah, rest in peace. But it, it hits so many people's hearts hearing the news about what had happened with Gacy that obviously the prevalence of Pennywise was... It hit home, right? The whole concept of the boogeyman and he's there and he's feeding on children. It's, it's not a Western concept for clowns to be evil. But I know we touched on Japan a little bit, but in Japan, their version of the clown is often a trickster. He's often evil in, yeah. in, in, in Kabuki. Yep. Their version of the clown is... And then the French version, uh, Perrault, Perrault. The crying clown is depressed and shit. Well, often, often even in like English and widely European folklore, uh, Harley Quinns are often depicted as depressed, yeah. as depressed and a by almost a bi personality kind of thing. Where and then you've got what's the name? Fucking um, Punch and Judy. Yeah, you got Punch and Judy. He's an evil cunt. It is. Yeah, he's literally an evil little fucker. Beats his wife. Beats the kid. Feeds it to a crocodile. Fucking. Can we show that to kids. We show that. We do good. show that every year. I wonder where that comes from. Maybe that's something we should do. Maybe down that's the line, something. Punch yeah. and Judy. The there, dark, be the dark origins of Punch and Judy. It's got to come from something evil. It's not. It's not a nice thing. That 
the fact that everybody bit, like, kicks off about you know domestic violence and stuff like that, yeah, you're happy to let your watch, you let your kids watch Punch and Judy, where he literally, yeah, he hits his wife with a fucking yeah, mallet with a bat I mean, with yeah. a glove. And then when she comes back, the baby beats that up as well. Yeah, they they claim it as being historical. Like, yeah, but what happens to everybody getting offended by history and wanting yeah, to fucking erase that, it? No one's gonna stop being offended. Well, by no, you didn't. Oh yes, I did. Um, I don't remember Punch and Judy. That's all I remember. Punch and Judy was amazing. He wants sausages. His wife won't let him have them, so he just batters her. He just batters the shit out of her. And then a crocodile comes up, and I think they eat the sausages, and he tries to feed the crocodile the baby, and then the crocodile... crocodile. And then eventually the crocodile has him. Yeah, And then he eats... eats. And how the fuck a crocodile ended up in fucking English folklore is beyond me. But it did. Well, the original... Punch and Judy, 1827. 18. Created by an Italian punch man who worked in London since 1779. So it was an Italian that... Uh, so what we got next? So, what number weird one. cunt have we got I, next? Number I want to go on to number one, which is easily my favourite of all of them. I there, There's... That, this this is going to throw a bit of a spanner in terms of how we viewed... Spanner in the works. Eh? Yeah, a little bit. So... This is going to follow the story of King Shin Jo, which is a North Korean. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds Korean. Yeah, it's an it's, it's essentially it's a North Korean uh, individual, real person and a real story. Um, essentially, he was born in 1940s. Uh, what ended up happening was he grew up pretty poor, uh, pretty you know, as you can imagine during post. At that time, Korea wasn't. Divided in two, was it? No, no it, it wasn't. It, it was a republic at that point. Yeah. Um, however, it got divided after the war during the what 60s, would have been... It? Yeah, it would have been the Cold War where it split. Yeah. Um, so, the origin of Oddly his story... Oddly enough, it would have happened during the Korean War. I mean, yeah. Uh, also the Korean War, yeah. Uh, which was heavily backed, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, by the Russians and the Americans. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, North Korea was backed by Russia and China. And America was back in South Korea. South Korea. Um, And that's kind of an important point here with this guy's story. Um, So basically, as a preface, uh, Kim Chin Jo's story is one of military propaganda more than anything. It's a tale of alienation and isolation from a country that he wanted to liberate from a cruel dictatorship. Whilst not a typical story, I'd I'd bring this topic as I feel it deserves to shed some light as he was known as the boogeyman to both of the nations ju- due to his efforts. The boogeyman. Um, so, just as a preface, this man fought for one side, still became a boogeyman for both. And this is a real story. And that, that I think that's the worst part for me, is that he fought for his nation to liberate it, still became the boogeyman of both sides. Um, so, Kim, Kim Shinjo, essentially, uh, he was a normal, everyday boy. No traumatic experience, nothing. He didn't go through anything in his childhood. Um, when he finally had to do his mandatory military, which essentially happened during the time where the split had come, yep. um, he didn't really think much of his future uh, until eventually someone came across him and said, look, would you be interested in doing he came some across him. Someone came across well, him. Well, no, so essentially... He uh, came across him. He, so was he laid doing... down, someone no. came across him. Yeah, someone literally no. stood over and just came across him. <laughs> Two geezers, they crossed the... Sh- they crossed yeah, they crossed the, the street, which you never yeah. do. God damn it. In, 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 right. All over his chest, and he loved it. He was like... Oh. So he, he started his... Mandate... Give, give me a boogeyman. Give me it. <laughs> God fucking... I, this is a good story. Um... <laughs> In uh, in, in it's still 19... a good story. It's just a bit gay now. Yeah. Did you come across it? 
Oh my god. I, I'd let him. He I'd takes him. it straight up his Shinjo clean that. I wouldn't stop him. This is one of those like zero point one percent of men where if he came in your house unannounced and just started rummaging through your shit, you wouldn't do shit. You wouldn't you wouldn't speak to him. You'd let him do it. Staggerly. And I it, the story will explain why. This fuck this guy is the most badass guy I've ever heard in my life. He's fucking crazy. John Wayne? No, 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 no. He's better than John Wayne. I'll tell you right now. Um, so, in 1959, uh, he started his mandatory service. He didn't know where his life was going. Uh, but he was he was presenting himself as a hard worker. That's still a thing, isn't it, in Korea? You have to oh, do, yeah, you have to yeah. do it's mandatory service when you reach a certain age. You have to do army time, yep. military time for a certain amount of time. Yep. In, uh, in 1959, he started his mandatory service. He got a year into it and he proved that he was a hard worker and he was able to provide leadership roles. Bearing in mind, this guy was 19 and he had three more years of mandatory service. So in 1961, he was approached by his lieutenant asking if he'd be interested in um, covert operations. So he must have been good then. He must have been top of his class. Absolutely. Um, At the time, he was 20 years old. Um, and to which he agreed, not knowing where his path would lead him. In uh, in 1961, he attended his first training course. Nothing was provided on the information, and squads were made up of who they chose. He chose to go with a squad of eight members. The only operation uh, advice that was given to him was that he was he had to infiltrate a building without being seen in order to recover valuable information. Now, this is where it divides him from everyone else. So, knowing that something was off, this motherfucker knew, given it was special operations, that although it was a training course, he had to prove himself. This was a trial out of 10,000 people to find 32 people but he didn't know that so he went into this training course realizing that he had to prove himself some way so they the operation was going well until he had to finally pick up the information where two bodyguards which though armed weren't instructed to kill anyone were standing ahead and spotted him he killed one of them without hesitation Upon leaving his training course, he found out that he had officially killed this man, only to be approached by his first-in-command to tell him that he would no longer be part of this squad. He wasn't Cause, sure... Cause he killed someone who was just acting... Essentially, yeah. Training, yeah. It was a training schedule. <laughs> well, so there's a rumour. It's not... It's not proven, but rumour is that the guy attempted to pull the trigger. These are live weapons that all of these people had, right? The guy attempted to pull the trigger on him, but his gun jammed. Hence why he resorted to having to kill him. But we don't know. That's the thing. This is an account from himself. Yeah, it could be he weren't live rounds and it's bang and now you play dead because it's training and he went, fuck you. However, there is another, there was the other bodyguard that was guarding this intelligence that has said that no shots were fired and he did this out of cold blood. But what did he do to him? Knock him out? Bang him up? No, he stabbed him. He stabbed him to death. Oh, so he stabbed one to death, and yep. then what did he do to the other? So the, the rules, let me, let me just get it up. The rules of the training course were that they were unarmed, only with their combat knife, in order to infiltrate and find information regarding important documentation on nuclear warheads. 
the goal was to find these documentation and put them to the evac zone. So they specifically went in with a disadvantage. Yeah, but the, I would imagine those guns were blanks. They were blanks. Especially with training exercise. Yeah, it's a training exercise. So, rumor, so he'd gone in. The rumor the guys is probably lifted the gun up. Bang! Train. You're out, like paintball. You're out. You're out. Yeah, you're out. You're tapped. You're out. You're tapped. And he's gone. Fuck him! I'll stab him to death. Well, the the rumor is that it was live rounds. It it was live rounds. That's really that'd be really bad. But training, when you say though. the rumor well, is, no, you but mean the whole point is it's special operations. Yeah, they but who 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 said it was live rounds? Him. Well, him and the person that has said that what he said is true. Yeah, but Which the other the guard other said no rounds were shot. There's no fire. There's he no... said that nothing was shot. Yeah. yeah. So I would go with that. But if they went into it being told that it was live ammunition, then of course it's different. Because the guy points a gun at him and he goes, no, fuck you. No, it sounds like this cunt. The reason they were given a knife is because especially what we got Jimmy doors open and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't given a knife so you can stab cunts to death. This geezer just went, he's fucking aimed at me. You're out. You've been caught. I would like to point out, this guy has no traumatic history. He's not got any violent tendencies. No no law problems. Some people don't need it. No. True. True. Um, regardless, moving forward, he was, in, he was eventually enlisted in the elite 124th uh, Special Forces Unit. Uh, after proving himself out of the 32 out of 10,000 people that he was willing to do what he had to. Well, someone in the military, but you see that someone in the military has gone, right, this cunt, he cannot be part of the special forces. He's a fucking psycho, he killed someone. And then some other geezer sat there, some other colonel or something has gone, I could use a fucking lunatic. I could use a lunatic on my suicide squad. I could lose, use I mean, a fucking absolute that is, maniac. That is an argument that is placed a bit later that this was designed to be a suicide squad. But we'll get to that a bit later. Um, after doing his training for an additional six years, uh, in 1969, at 27, Kim was chosen to then place himself in live action. Their task was to cross the heavily mined DMZ, which is known as Designated Mine Zone, uh, and execute the South Korean president, Park Chun-hee, taking pictures to verify the kill. Kim led a squad whose role was to take out the bodyguards at the presidential mansion known as the Blue House. To anyone that doesn't know of this incident, it is not as widely covered, but it is massive. Like, in terms of Korean politics, the Blue House raid is Especially massive. in the fucking 70s as well, after the war, after the, yeah. Yeah. This, this is huge. This was apparently one of the turning points towards liberating this. Um, he quotes to say, I felt gratified to be part of the revolution to emancipate South Korea. We thought the president there was a stooge, an American collaborator, and I hated him. Coming from a man that's murdered someone in cold blood, that's quite a haunting thing to hear. Yeah, but if he's North Korean and part of that empire, and he's, the fucking, fucking brainwashed he's brainwashed to fuck, yeah. So, which uh, is why he makes the perfect lunatic to send suppose, to a mission like that. Yeah. yeah, he was already willing to kill someone for no reason. He just did it because a training mission. Fuck it, I'll stab people anyway. And they've gone. Oh, See, we need cunts like that in this, North Korea. Yeah. This guy's very weird, though. There's a point that comes up a bit later, which made it very bizarre for me. Um, I'll, I'll get into it, but anyway, uh, the unit set off at eight thirty p.m. on January seventeenth. 1964 dressed in south korean army uniforms moving by darkness 
hiding during the day and snipping barbed wire and marched south through minefields. Uh, one night, they ran into a group of farmers gathering wood. Instead of killing them, they warned the villagers not to report them. The civilians immediately contacted the authorities upon being released, who launched a manhunt for the infiltrators. Uh, still, Kim and his team made Please it don't to win. Tell anybody? Yeah, no worries. We won't. We won't. No, but that's weird. Just just phone, like... Still, Kim and his team made it to within 200 yards of the Blue House before being stopped by suspicious South Korean soldier who demanded their identification. <laughs> this is where it gets nuts. So the commandos opened fire, setting off a series of deadly street battles. Fucking eventually, lunatics. eventually, 35 South Koreans were killed and 64 were wounded. Soldiers, policemen, and civilians, including a seven, uh, uh, sorry, a 15-year-old boy who was among the victims of a grenade thrown at a loaded bus, um, insisting that he'd made a point not to kill civilians, said that he scattered from the rest and never fired his gun. Uh, instead, he fled south into the woods, where he was captured within hours. Two, la- two days later, he realized that there was only two survivors, himself and one of his comrades, who was later executed... Uh, and he was trotted out in handcuffs on live television, asked about his mission. The unrepenting prisoner gave an answer that still haunts many older South Koreans. I came down to cut Park Chung-hee's throat, he declared, <laughs> on live television. But his revolutionary spirit would not last, thanks to South Korean Army General who headed his interrogation over months of patient, uh, patient reasoning. The officer broke through his defenses. The two eventually became close. To the point, and there is there is interviews with the two together, that they are still friends. So a bit of Stockholm Syndrome going on there. A bit of... Kind of, yeah. yeah. For the infiltrators, the operation ended in disaster. Cornered outside the presidential uh, residency, they waged a deadly days-long gun battle with South Korean police and military forces. Though nearly all of the North uh, the North's commandos were killed, Kim was captured interrogated for months about his spy career and was eventually released and later became a South Korean citizen marrying and having a family. Question though, why is he being classed as a boogeyman here? So he's being classed as a boogeyman and this is why it, this is why it gets weird. So he became a boogeyman because the North Koreans would never officially say that they'd authorized this. So they renounced him. They said that he was nothing to do with them and he was no longer welcome in North Korea. So he became a boogeyman because they thought that they'd he'd sold out their information about them. But the problem is, he became a boogeyman in South Korea because he wanted to kill the president. So he became an outsider to everyone to the point that no one would hire him for 15 years. How did he make a living then? Uh, he ended up having to do gang-based stuff. Do what, sorry? He had to do gang-based war, like... Like so he was an enforcer and a hitman for the Korean, sort of, Korean yeah. gangster. Until eventually he did go straight. And uh, there's kind of a thing. Ultimately, the North Koreans uh, fought for declaring him as a boogeyman due to his survival, believing he'd sold his brothers in arms in order to survive the ordeal. Uh, the South Koreans, fearing of North Korean special forces, dubbed him a boogeyman due to the number of deaths caused at his hand. His survival only... So they wait for the next one of him. Um... The North Koreans fearing, um, due to the number of deaths caused at hand, his survival only cemented the ever-growing fears of the war-torn nation faced with the constant reminder that anyone could be a spy. He is the face Fair of... Enough. He's the face of any cunt could do what he's done. Yeah. Yep. So okay. so they said that it could... So rather than him himself being a boogeyman, they would say to each other there could be another Kim Shinjo out there. Yeah. 
I suppose I suppose because they are like of the same country, North and South Koreans look the same. Yeah. So they literally, yeah, anybody could be a North Korean spy what, or what, like a what, sleeper agent. A bit, you hear people say it today. What about what happens if we get another Hitler? It's the same, it's like it's that. What happens if we yeah, get another Shinjo? The thing is, the thing is, Hitler in today wouldn't wouldn't exist. No, but people are wor- people are still worried about that. Yeah, but I mean, the, thing, the, 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 the thing is, like back then when Hitler came to power, Germany had lost the set the First World War. They had been stripped. The country was in ruins. All of their oh, rights. it was in ruins. Yeah, they've been stripped of all of their rights, and all of a sudden this chap comes in. He a goes, war hero. Was he the First World he was War? A fir- first World War hero. So you know, he, and he just goes, As a "I will." Painter. You know, basically, he was. He says, "I will make this country great again." Yeah, I mean, and then he gets the chancellor's, the chancellor's seat, and then, then they rise up. So, this story gets a little bit darker as well. Um, you guys know of North Korea and so South still, Korea. So right? this, yeah. guy, this guy's still, this guy's He's still, still alive. alive. He's yeah, still he alive. Could be. Yeah, I was thinking he could be. If this was the 60s, yeah. he could be. Yeah. He's still alive. He, uh, uh, we'll He's get into like what he does now. But, now but yeah. um, in, in an effort to prove that the North Koreans had no effort in what he had achieved and the what they quoted was rogue rebellions, or rebels, sorry, um, they executed his entire family Fuck in North Korea. Jeez. As a proof that they had nothing to do with it. They do this, yeah. They do it all the time. All the fucking time. They do it all yeah. the time. All the time. Like if, if someone escapes the country, the, 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 the family get killed every single time. And they've got concentration camps with hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. For like they got home late. So they they get thrown in it for six months. Yeah. Fucking lunatics. During his 10-month incarceration and heavy questioning under his origins of his spy, he gave up no information, believing that North Korea would come back to get him. Instead, what So they become his boogeyman. At this point, the North Korea becomes his boogeyman. He's he's always watching his back. Well, no, it sounds like, it sounds like, to me, that sounds like they, he was waiting for him to, like, come and save him. He wanted to be saved, yeah. He's waiting for him, no, it wasn't a oh, boogeyman. He saved, he, he or they come and get him. If they actually went so, there and got him, as, they would have killed him when he got yeah. back. As a timeline, he was incarcerated for 10 months without any knowledge on anything going on in the social area, right? A day after he had been captured, his family was murdered. Fuck, fuck hell. He didn't know until 10 months later where he thought and he held out hope that North Korea would come and try and get him out. Instead, they just went and butchered his entire family. And the whole time, he didn't mention anything. So this must have been um, Kim Jong-il's dad. The one... So we're at Kim Kim Jong-un and then Il and then there was Sun before. This must have been Sun. Well, yeah, yeah, there's only been three in the line. So, yeah, that makes sense. He was they a... still do this shit to this day. Yep. Yes, After do. finally being released and gaining a membership in South Korea, purely due to the fact that he'd never fired his weapon, and he said that my mission was to kill Park Chun-hee. I was not going to harm civilians of a nation I wanted to liberate. Yeah. Like we said, he thought, a bit like with the farmers and whoever else, that he thought that well, actually, these are our these are our brothers. I don't want to kill my brothers, but that puppet Yankee loving yeah, president, yeah. that cunt, I'm going to cut his head off. He yep. has to go so that everybody else can be free. Because once he's gone, there's one career. There's not North and South. It's just yeah. one. Yeah. After 15 Imagine years, what a state that fucking place would be in if oh, he succeeded. Eh? 
Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's someone else would have just become the vice president would become president. I don't, yeah. it, I don't think it would have achieved what he thought it was. The the weird thing, and a lot of the stuff that comes out in North Korea is they're fucking, they, they're like a chihuahua biting at the leg of a man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're yeah. not, they're not, they haven't got the ability to do what they think they can. Well, no. I, I told you, but they right? always try to. They I, always try to. I told you, um, uh, Dom Jolly was over a couple of months ago, eh? Did, um, oh yeah, you thought you went. Saw when him, when, yeah. when he watched both of his shows, and he, in one of in one of his uh, one of his shows, he was telling about how he travelled to North Korea. He went he went there. Yeah. And he uh, when he was like one of the guards when he was on his own, hmm. he said to him, he goes, "So, what do you think of this country?" And the soldier literally just spilled off this. You know, this is the this is the heartland. This is the greatest country in the in the world. You know all this sort of shit, and he goes, "There's no one here. It's just me and you." Yeah. What do you actually just think about honest. this country? Yeah. And he said the exact same thing. He says because they are brain they are so, they're either brainwashed beyond belief that they do believe what they're saying is true, or they're so shit scared of saying anything out of line against the country. Yeah. That that would automatically seal their fate of execution. Well, this is the craziest thing: is that even though he was incarcerated and he didn't know about what had happened, they murdered his family just for being captured. This motherfucker didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He 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 didn't reveal any secrets. He didn't reveal any training regiments, any locations, nothing. These fuckers killed his family. Just because he, was he got captured. He was compromised. Yeah, but see, the thing is, for all they knew, he was going to spew everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that, that's literally what they they went. They went, worst case scenario, one of our agents has been caught. He is going to fucking tell them everything, not realizing how fiercely loyal yeah. the guy was to the country. Yeah. And that he didn't say fuck all. But to them, as soon as one of your boys is captured... It's, it is horrible to think that he's like, right, what? He was abandoned. The, and now he's captured. So to punish him for failing, we're going to fucking massacre his entire kin. That's true. It, it's such a shame as well. But that's, what, was... but that's not, that's, it's not just North Korea. If you look through history where it's the case of someone's failed or been captured and they've gone and butchered, the, they've gone and killed their family as like a punishment for them but, failing. But this was going on in Cuba for a long time. It doesn't really happen there now, but it was. Uh, it happens. It, it happens a lot in South, South through American his, through countries. History, through history, it's happened. It happens now in mafias. See, yeah. you know, when mafias, they, they fucking wipe your whole family out. Yeah, they and, do that to, to avoid revenge. And yeah. Especially in um, South America with cartels. Yeah. yeah. If you fuck oh, up, they yeah. take everyone out. Yeah. Mate, they do more than take everyone out. They'll make you fucking suffer for it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I mean, when I first read about all of this, I'm, I'm not done, but it, it was it was hard to read because I started off going, "This guy's just a psychopath that needed an excuse to kill." But but he wasn't. He wasn't end, like he wasn't a psychopath. And he believed is, in the sovereignty of fucking a one career. Just, just as brainwashed as the fucking rest of it. Yeah, where did you get the info from? Because like, cause a lot of what they're saying is they called him a revolutionary. No, no, no. That, that sounds like North so, propaganda. No, no, no. So it's, uh, it's actual... Um, it's military documentation of events. Yeah, so, so they it, would call him a revolutionary. Cause, well, I suppose, yeah. I mean, I, I believe that Because the reality was... is it's not the North that is free in the South. It would be the South that's free in the North. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, later in his life... So they can all have blue and pink hair. 
Yeah, true. And loads of fucking face work done. Yeah. Well, it's fair to say that South Koreans are definitely more free than North Koreans. Yes. Unless unless you work in the pop industry. Because then you are basically yeah. a slave. You are the, essentially a slave. To the K-pop industry, yeah. Or but the most handsome man on the planet. True. Which apparently. was fucking weird. That geezer looks like Sher or something. Looks like like he kid. looks like... Juan or whatever the fuck he's called he's got fucking blonde hair guy from BTS yeah guy he, from BTS. he was named the most handsome man this year he literally looks like a plastic love doll looks like a fake Ken it looks like Ken. So, so, so yeah. make, well yeah well, that's it that's, that's why Ken. the contract yeah. I mean we could do an episode on that but he he, he he was voted the most handsome man and number two was Henry Cavill number three was Jason Momoa and you look at it and go fuck off Fuck right off. As this plastic Ken doll more handsome than oh, those two goons. I'd, I'd have fucking Jason Momoa any day. Oh. <laughs> I'm not Jeez. gay, but I'd have him up me. I'd have the Let's pair go. of them. Him and Cavill. Uh, he's, he's from Jersey, so maybe not. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, we could play D&D with Cavill. That's we true. could. We could. That's true. I mean, Momoa too. I mean, he's a fucking massive nerd. So. We, we could probably play fucking Cyberpunk with him. Yeah. Hands down. Um, yeah, give me, and, give me Momoa with those three. Fucking hell. Any day of the week. But like when you actually look at get like, me daddy. the thing is that when you look oh, at Big Daddy, just look at a picture. Look at a picture of those two, right? Big you Daddy look, JJ. Look at look at Momoa. His long hair, his beard, yeah, great boy. smile, great body. You look at him and go, "Yep, okay, I understand it. Yeah. I understand why women would say I want to get rooted by that guy." Mm. Look at Cable, tall, chiseled, jaw, oh, chiseled I, jawline. Yeah. Like he often rocks that moustache, a classic fucking moustache. Great hair, massive nerd, massive nerd. But he's a, he's he always he's a well dressed, well spoken, blue eyes. I get it. He's a then bot. you look at this weird little Korean geezer who's had way too much plastic surgery, and I'm like, how the fuck has that happened? True. K-pop True. fans are mental. That's the only thing. The only yeah. thing I see, like to to like, because you could imagine it. But the other thing as well, not just the most handsome man in the world. If you meant a battle to the death between those three, he's fucked. Oh yeah, he's fucked. He's Cable or Momo. It's one of them two is winning that. Hmm. hands down oh big time without question yeah. but yeah um yeah uh so he met his wife three months after being released um she felt that he was being heavily prejudiced against due to where he lived however they didn't officially move in together until 15 years where he was subjected to weekly beatings by the military yeah but they saw him as someone you come to kill the president like it's lucky he even got out of prison. It's lucky happened, he survived. If that happened in America, you'd gone to kill, even currently, Joe Biden, and you were caught, you're never coming out. Well, imagine, uh, like, think about, um, uh, the guy that killed JFK. Oh, yeah, um, Oswald. Oswald, so. Yeah, but the man was a scapegoat. He probably didn't even fucking kill him. He probably didn't. He, he probably, probably didn't. I think it was either the... Uh, the grassy knoll. The CIA did it or the Russians did it. Oh, they must have done, yeah. Because even with him, they tried to blame the Russians that he'd been indoctrinated by the communists and all the rest. But I think... When it comes to boogeymen, we've spoke about, in my mind, I'm thinking of four types that we've currently spoke about. We have the supernatural. Yep. We have, like, the demonic. Yep. We have the actual. And we have the fictional. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's one more. Oh. Oh. The, the governmental. Absolutely. Because it's... That's ever prevalent. And oh, never, that's never yeah. gone away. No. And it never will. It never will. Whether they be the Stasi, the KGB. Yep. Spetsnaz. They, they, they've always been there. And I, I would say that as a sidebar to that, we also have what maybe the corporate boogeyman. Yeah. 
I suppose. But yeah. I might, I'd probably include them as one. I was going to say, I mean, boogeyman. usually they end up being hand in hand, right? Yeah. Like if if Bezos ended up trying to do something, he'd have his own militia somewhere. There's no one I trust less than government. Mm. No one. Or corp. Well, yeah. I mean, corporations I trust less than military. Military is well, no, a state. No, I'm not talking the military. I'm talking the government. I mean, yeah. I mean, the government at least have to do some good. Whereas corporations aren't obliged to do fuck all for people. And I, that's the government why... do no good. They don't do any good. The government do no good for anyone. Well, they, they, they have... They... they say they do. When was the last time the government did something you went, I'm really happy they did that? Um, this no marijuana. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Maybe. But when you look at where your tax goes, have you ever gone, I'm really glad, I think my tax is being used for a good reason? Oh, God, no. If I had the choice, I wouldn't pay any tax, simply because, simply because they'd just waste my money more than but I they do. Should give you, they should give you a choice. You should get, at the beginning of the year, you should get like a list, and you get to tick where your cha- tax goes. Oh, I'd love that. True, true. But it's like... And I guarantee the one that doesn't get ticked on 90% of people is going to be like diversity training and all that shit. Number one's probably going to be education. Number two will probably be policing. Number three will probably be municipal. I don't know if policing would be up there anymore. Not nowadays. But you're given a list of like 20 things that you want to have your, your money, go to. money go to from your tax. What's the lowest thing on there? For me, it's going to be anything that's meant to be like social matters, LGBTQ funding, critical race theory, and so on. I don't want a single penny of my money going towards all that shit. Think about this. Every April, we get our tax back and whatever else, right? It's the new tax year. If they sent out a form, maybe it's an email, and you had to tick as many or as little as you want. For your ta- you have to at least tick You one. have to tick at least one. Yeah. yeah. And on it was like, states works. Okay. Yeah, so sewage. Then yes. Road work. Pretty good. All, all that yeah. If, if you, that's not funny, then, then the price goes up anyway. That. So you'd yeah, have yeah. to get that done. You wouldn't yeah. want to privatize so that. that. Yeah. Police. Yeah. Next is a military defence. No. Which we don't have, but we don't have let, to worry let's about just that. say we put it on the list. Yes, I want to put. Oh, I need to. We need to reactivate the cannons on Castle Corner. Oh fuck yeah! We, we, no, we let's need go. to buy two battleships to stop them French cunts coming. Get me over. a frigate. Let's go. Yeah. I'm down. So so, but that's we put it on the Get list. Some pirate ships and sail around. Fucking take oh, all fuck the French, yeah. French boats Mate, coming, coming across but the water. To, make it, <laughs> yeah, I'm to down. make it universal for our listeners, we're going to throw on military budget. Yeah. Okay. Right. After that, we put healthcare. It doesn't really affect us, but. We'll throw it on there. Mm, it does affect us. Well, well, we, yeah, have yeah, well, yeah, we have to pay for it anyway. It's not free to us. Well, yeah, actually, if, well technically, if it I have was, health insurance, so it is to me. If it, but... if it was government funded, then I feel like it would be It important. would be high on people's list. If it, it if would that be meant high. that it was government funded, oh, then maybe yeah. you've got, um, maybe you've got benefit, don't have benefits to, but... for the disabled. Benefits for the disabled? That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'd say, yeah. free travel. Because they don't get free bus passes. Nothing here. Yeah, I'd say that should be up there. that's on there. Um... Benef- benefits. They're going to get closer parking spaces, though. Benefits for underpoverished families. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. To help those struggling. Yeah. Yes, of course. Benefits 100%. for uh, people that haven't got a job. No. No. So job seekers would be like, most people would say no to, to that. Let them starve. Right, um, if you're not working, you need to have a fucking good reason why you're not maybe, working. I was going to say, you need to be forced to realise you should be working. You should be fucking made to. Uh, an island as small as this, you could make them work for the States. It's just... 
simple. Yeah. You could take the... There's like 400 people out of it. Now, out of those 400, there's probably some disabled in there, so they're not included. Yeah, but they're not included. That's the, the piss edge should just be sent to rehab. It's, it's just be part of it. You're going to rehab. Fuck off. Like, And then once you're out of rehab... Yeah, but we we'll, pay for that. We're going to... Yeah, but then that would be included. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the healthcare or whatever. Maybe next is mental health. Okay. Yeah, so maybe we have that in there, mental health. Oh, fucking hell, mental to sort health. mental health out on the island. Over. Yeah, I don't. I'm 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 lucky enough. I don't suffer with any sort of mental health problems. But yeah. like the mental health, the mental, see, mental health care over here is it does fucking deserve. bollocks. And even if you don't suffer it yourself, you know someone who does. Oh, like, I know several people that do. So, yeah. so maybe after mental health, we've got road works, road care. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> oh, no, no, we need to fund that. Yeah. Oh, do we know these motherfuckers are always tearing that shit And then up. maybe afterwards we put on there something, maybe sustainability or our own power sources. Do we fund some of that? Do we start getting that going? Do we start looking at wind and green water energy. turbines, green, green energy. energy? We put that on the list. And then finally we put island connectivity. So that would be internet. It would be getting on and off the island, funding to make it cheaper for us to be able to fly, all that sort of stuff. To, oh, if, I could more, put my money more, to, if I could put money towards fucking cheaper flights, I'd be fucking all More boats. That. Maybe we try and fund that tunnel that was presented between the islands. They wanted to build a... Um, um, tunnel or a bridge, wasn't it? A tunnel or a bridge between Guernsey and Jersey, which would open up jobs and all sorts of shit. It, it really yeah. would. You'd yeah, be in, you, you, get those, you get those tick boxes of like fucking... Um, Single parents or you know mothers that don't that just like, got too many fucking kids. I think work. I think that would be included in underpoverished people. I think that'd be there. And then at the bottom we've got um, then, LGBTQ there, um, subsidiaries. Hey, there it is. LG, LGBTQ <laughs> subsidiaries at the bottom there. As that's on there to what? For, for, for your help. tax to go to to help them. I mean, it, it deserves so. some funding to be fair. Someone it does. So. And then finally we have like just environmental nature. Yes. On there. Nature, absolutely. Out of all Con- those things, out of all those things you've been asked for your tax to go to, how many of them would you take? I'd, I'd, there's a fair amount of them. Yeah, quite, quite a few. But there's some I would straight up skip. Go for it. And I wouldn't want any of my money going to. Hit us with it. Well, like I've already said, any of that so-called equality nonsense on a small island like this, 99% of people treat each other with respect. We don't need taxpayers' money going on equity in the workplace or anything like that. Uh, the gay people that I know... You get, you'll get the odd fucking prick who'll start gobbing off because. I mean, yeah, because you're never going to stop that. Funding it ain't going to stop. Now, it. Yeah. Nowadays, but, no. But nowadays, you know, no. you're not you're not discriminated against here any. No, at, but you look at, at there are some parts of like the UK. If you walk down the street and you were trans, you're getting beaten. Yeah, up. it's more important. On there. my on my way to work in the morning, I see two trans people, male to female. Mm. No one fucking says shit to them. No one cares. No one cares. Mm. They just let them get on with it. So I don't think it's something that needs a lot of fucking attention. Not over here, no. I think the disability thing is, like, our streets, the cobbles, they're not fit for purpose. I'm not saying get rid of cobbles in the high street or any of that, but I'm saying... Them pavements need to be tightened up. Yeah, there needs no, to be no edges on them, none of that. Needs maybe to be more wheelchair access. Some of them stairs that go down, maybe one of the two or three that you've got in town and elsewhere, one of them should be turned into a ramp or whatever. Yeah. Like that I would be I'd get behind. Um yeah. poor families, I think you have to, you can't just leave them. No. Well, some people would, but you you've can't got, you've got some people I'd who are on benefits who take the piss. Who yeah. take the piss and you've got those you've got those women who literally get pregnant. Just because, so because right. I don't want to work. Well, maybe you make that so, means tested. Maybe you sit there and say, "I want it. I want these people interviewed. I want it means tested." Perhaps we put a cap on the funding. So let's say five hundred a month for childcare, food, etc. It's all for one child. If you have a second one, you only get two fifty extra. And then if you have more than two, you get nothing extra. Something like that. But anyway, the reason I talk about tax spending is because the corporate government is the biggest boogeyman of them all. 
They're out there. They're always swindling. If you piss them off, they will literally come and take your children. If you defy them, they'll lock you up. And if you try to opt out of their system, they'll hunt you down. No, I, I mean, oh, an interesting point. I know you're closing off, but I want to hear from other people how unfair they think that the way that their their places are governed. Everyone's Everyone would say the same. Fucked. Everyone's going to say the same. Because the system isn't local, it's global. Yep. It, at this point, it's... The stuff one, that we're whing, whinging about here, the Yanks are. Yeah. Brits are, yeah. French are, Germans are, yeah. Japs are. Everyone, everyone is sitting there going, "This is bollocks," yeah. and we are getting fucking shafted. Yeah, it's big wigs versus the the. Man, you you get fucking Amazon right, and uh, there's these pictures online. You type in a- Amazon favelas, they're setting up shop in Mexico, and Brazil, and these places where literally you have people living in shacks. Next to the shack is a giant Amazon center. They all work in that thing eighteen hours a day, and then they go back to the shitty little shack. They're getting paid peanuts to fucking ship Amazon products. It's disgusting. Amazon could have come in and said, we're building this. But guess what? We're building a school. We're building good housing. We're going to fucking build. We're going to hire police to be but here. Wait, we're but... going to sort the whole area out and let you live here. And part of your wage, it all goes into it. They but... don't do that. They just go, fuck it. You live in your fucking shack with a blanket over the windows because you can't afford glass. And we will build a center here. And guess what? Now we've built this here. There's no other business. You've got to work for us. They basically become slaves at that point. But wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. how's Bezos going to get back to space? Right? Exactly. He can't be paying all that shit out if he's getting back to space. It wouldn't cost him fucking anything, though, really. No, it'd be a cough for him. It'd be a fucking cough yeah. to get back to space. And their economies are so low, that would cost nothing to fucking sort all that mm-hmm. out. And in effect, it actually makes those areas more profitable. People will move in. People want to live there because there's nicer housing. He actually make it could make more profit because not only are they working for him, they become his customers. Well, he, too. he he has a monopoly on the fucking on the retail, right? Or online the retail. retail yeah. He has he, a massive has... monopoly on, on online retail. Well, no, he's got he's got fucking retail on. Uh, sorry, he's got monopoly on like housing retail as well. Yeah, Bill Gates and other ones buying up shitloads of land. BlackRock, the investment firm, Mate, buying fucking housing across it's fucking, the globe. It's fucking favelas in fucking Brazil. Who the fuck is going to check that? Well, they're going to start making favelas in fucking. England, favelas in fucking France, yeah, favelas no in, in, in the United States. You know where it's going. It's a fucking. You know it's going. it's such a dangerous in, like, game. You go parts of Baltimore, and these cunts haven't even got roofs. We've got fucking tarpaulin. He builds one of them there. They have to work for him. They've got no fucking choice. They're the biggest boogeyman. They are. Hands down. Blow up your, your local Amazon fulfillment center. Yep. Bezos is under your bed. He is. The being under your bed fucking with you is Jeffrey fucking Bezos, bald cunt fucking wrinkly old prick and you got fucking zuckerberg in the cupboards keeping an eye wanking well. he's just having he's in a batman costume and i'm telling you snoop on you as well they are the boogeyman yep facebook is snooping on you selling your data it's not bubba yugger it's not spring jack it's not the thing that goes bump in the night that you need to be worried about it's the globalist reptilian sex offenders who are sucking humanity dry that's the real boogeyman and I think that is the perfect place to end it all. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, give us some feedback. Yeah, it was good. Let us know if you enjoyed this. And, um, yeah, take care.